Yo, dirty bitches, it's another week at the pregame podcast. The date is June 6, 2013, special edition. DJ, hit that shit. All systems go. Mm, welcome. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. We don't need your education. We don't need your thought control. Dan reporting in. What's up? And uh, this is Killing here. And me. Did you just say your name already? Never. (laughs) (laughs) The anonymous guy in the corner. Three podcasts in. No one knows who I am. (laughs) All right. um, Here we are for a pregame podcast, even though it is on a Thursday evening. We'll be uploading it Saturday so as to keep with our schedule. But, yes, we are recording on a Thursday. Like that. We roll hardcore. Yeah. No, we just... uh, we got a couple people. The Wonder, t- the Wonder Twins over here have uh, business to attend to elsewhere. Yeah. Killian's playing some sand soccer. And, uh, well, Josh is going to spend a w- uh, weekend in the woods with his gay lover. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think we established that the, uh, the last pregame yeah, podcast. Yeah, that he's just like fag bashing me. Well, you know, you can cuddle all you want. I'm starting to question it myself, really. <laughs> nobody, in the, nobody around for miles, just you and a couple dudes in a tent. And a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to call it. Not homosexual. Okay. Necrophiliac. Hey, completely random. I had this discussion today. I'm like I'm not going to get into a discussion, but did you guys hear about? Uh, you don't want to do that on a podcast. Have <laughs> <laughs> a discussion. No, the only guy because he was talking. He just said no homo, and uh, uh, Gibbard from um, from the uh, the Pacers got fined seventy five thousand um, dollars from the NBA, the commissioner, because uh, during a press conference, he at the end of a, making a comment about defending LeBron James, he he said no homo. Mm. And he got fined $75,000 because it was offensive and crude. Fuck that. Anyone who's offended by anything is a douchebag. So That's what I, I said. Ding, ding, ding. I, like, I was like sitting there like I, I can count at least five off the top of my head, like without even thinking about it, five homosexual males that say the phrase no homo. I don't think anybody's really offended by this except people who aren't. It's like the same people like who are offended when people say retard. Oh, that's offensive to retards. No, they're retarded. They don't understand the joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's comedians who will say that they've done stuff in front of people with cerebral palsy, and they're like, well, who was it? Oh, God, I can't even remember the comedian now. Oh, I think it was Ralphie May who was uh, talking about how the kid go and thank you because you make me feel like normal. You didn't treat me special or some shit like that. Like, that's yeah. the whole thing. Because if you're not making fun of them, then you're leaving them out of everything, you know, normal yeah. society, which is ina- Any of us normal people, more. whatever eccentricity you have gets made fun of. Yeah. Why would you keep them out of that? That's that's mean. Mm-hmm. You fuckers, make fun of them. <laughs> yeah, make fun of I the make retards. fun of Michael J. Fox as much as possible? Not, mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> we should. All of us should. Let's make yeah. fun of Michael J. Fox right now. Hand him a scatter plot. See if you can connect the dots. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I, I just think it's funny because I guess the commission is trying to make it a family friend, friendly league. But uh, it's fucking uh, stupid. Uh, I I just, I just thought it was ridiculous. I mean, I would be actually I don't know. I'd 
I don't have seventy five thousand dollars to my name, so I would definitely be broke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have seventy five thousand dollars to give the NBA because I, don't I said think no. We homo. have seventy five thousand dollars combined. No, no. We could sell all our cars, all our stuff, and we might be able to break even. Everything. I don't we'd, be pretty, we'd be pretty close. At the show I went to last night, this guy, uh, the, the the one guitarist for this band, Pilot, um, good band, but the one guitarist, like his equipment, was probably worth like fifteen thousand. God. He had like an orange full stack cab, like a Marshall head, like um, he had like what? a Gibson Les Paul like special edition like guitar, and his like pedal oh, soundboard, little bit. His pedal board was like the size of his couch, like. With all the pedals and stuff, and I'm just like, that's and then not, asshole. Not only that, like he had like the full rolling like hard case for his cab, and then he had like the soft case that said Marshall what? for his head, and like I'm just like looking at like this dude has got money, like oh, right. <laughs> like I was he like spends more on his equipment than I do on my cars. <laughs> it's just I was like he baffled. obviously has the option. You and, do not, and then and then uh, I can change that. No offense, but he's <laughs> got luck. all this great equipment, and he's like playing pop punk, like oh. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just like, you don't need that much technology for pop no, punk. He needs like that's why he's making so much money. He's he's making dumb shitty music that a lot of people like. He needs a decent, you know, maybe a decent I mean, Marshall. I won't say it's like well shitty, but yeah, I mean, but it's, it's fine. It's fun, but it's, it's like it's all basic. Oh yeah, it's pretty simple. I'll say that like constructively, yeah, it's really simple. But it's just about the energy and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, you don't need all that shit. You need like maybe no, you a couple see of pedals it. and then a, a decent Marshall stack and a Fender and that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the the one guitarist in my friend's band plays like a Telecaster or, a, um, yeah, a Telecaster. That's yeah. sexy. But well, I just know that when we were trying to figure out. Uh, renter's insurance and when we had to math out what I had in my room and what it's all worth I think just in my room I got over 10 grand or something like that ten fifteen thousand dollars let's just put that on air so everybody can rob Dan yeah right well, you know yeah. I'll tell you my address you just gotta cuddle with me after you rob me it's okay oh, yeah. I have that in weaponry well, <laughs> just yeah. not in computers well I have computer parts I have miscellaneous equipment lots of random like my, I have a drawer full of just cables and that's not even all my cables that's just half my cables in that drawer that and between yeah. all the stuff I mean up. we have I mean, it's probably not that much, like a couple grand of equipment sitting on this table as we speak. We probably got th- t- t- probably about three grand between all the equipment. Yeah. Well, anybody that knows in, you know a little bit about electronics and audio would be able to figure that out fairly quickly. Yeah. Well, just for the rest of shit that you for need. the rest of the people who don't know. <laughs> yeah. For the, you know. other, for the other four listeners, so now they know. Just that's like, a, that's oh. an awful high number, Josh. Hey. <laughs> Trying to be positive. <laughs> half full. Half full. HIV, bitch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you got the HIV, and it's positive. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> It'll be okay. You might not have it. Are you sure? I'm positive. <laughs> no, don't say that. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Now we just, I mean, now we got to pay somebody else $75,000. We just offended people with HIV. Uh, just don't care. <laughs> oh man, guess what? Their, their opinions matter less to me than penis. The NBA. The, the, yeah? yeah, you think so? You think you think I care what the NBA thinks? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think I, that was I, a more general term. I don't think he cares about the NBA at all, <laughs> regardless <laughs> of the conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah. The only reason I know yeah, like, LeBron James is because he's on fucking commercials. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's all you got. athlete's about. foot. Let <laughs> <laughs> me sick mine up your ass. Get the fuck out of bed. Quit being such a lazy bitch. <laughs> I work out. I don't work know, out. I, I always find it depressing when you're looking at like like stats and ball players and like any kind of like professional athlete that are making like millions of dollars and they're like, he's only been in the league two years. He's 19. And you're like, if I had that, I could retire tomorrow. <laughs> right? I'd be like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I'm sitting here watching you on TV, and he's like out, you know, I'm just like, man, where did I go wrong? <laughs> oh, he just got picked up by another team. He's been on two teams and making way more than I'll ever make in my life. You're on your way to your second job listening to the game he played last night yeah. while he's waking up with strippers. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. This is a family-friendly league, remember? Oh, oh yeah, okay. I'm family-oriented. Okay. We can't have strippers, okay? NBA no, did away with steroids. Go-go yeah. dancers. Yeah, yeah, the NBA did away with guns in the locker room. Like, they, that was too much for them. <laughs> that was like two months ago. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> well, it just like a year or two they mandated you wear a suit and shit like that? Oh, yeah, that was like a year or two ago. You can't just, like, show up in shorts and a t-shirt now. You have to, like... To the press professional. It doesn't have to necessarily uh, be a suit, but it's got to be like coat and tie, uh, like coat or like it has like to be a like a, a, a like a sweater, like a sports sports yeah. jacket. Yeah, a sports jacket or a sweater, like a fancy sweater and tie. I don't know something that makes you look not homeless or on the street or <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> Get well, they just, and they also just recently made it in the NBA that you have to uh, get college under your belt. Before, all you had to do was exist. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did that. Uh, they passed that like a couple years ago, two, three years ago. Yeah, you had to do at least one year of college, and I rather I think that's stupid. I think like, four. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do one? Like, one does nothing. Except, well, there's some sports that do require four, aren't there? And then and, and, uh, the NFL does. NFL, I think, yeah. Yeah, the NFL does because if you get one bad injury, you're out. I don't. I don't know. Good. I don't. I really don't think they mandatory it in the NFL. Yeah. Are you? I mean, I. I don't know. I but don't I'm just saying it's I'd, not. It's not like it's such a league. The old rule. It's fairly new. Oh, I, I just have. know like it's such. Uh, the skill level is so vast between high school and college, and then college to pro, yeah. that nobody could, even if they had the yeah. side. Like, they're just not you developed. You have to them. go and play like, college ball before you can go. Yeah, out. like, because there's so much you learn while in college, like, like at, at that kind of, that team orientation level and stuff, and yeah. even, the, even the speed of the game from the college yeah, it, to the pro level is so vast. that That's not always even, the biggest difference, people say, regardless of the sport, from college to pro, is everything is just way faster. Yeah, because from the snap, to the end of the play is just like that boom what's well, interesting to me about football is just like you go to the canadian leagues and shit like that and you see the uh the fucking guys who run the the receivers that you get a head start before oh, yeah, they snap yeah. the ball no one has to be locked in position they can get them running like canadian league you'll see all three of them in motion running towards the line of scrimmage yeah, like it's not. Yeah. They don't go side to side. They just go yeah. full clip, so they can already have a head start. Yeah, it's like, and that, that's, that's pretty crazy. But their field dimensions are different too. It's not a full hundred yards. I don't believe. I think it's like eighty yards. It might be like the uh, what's the indoor one? Arena football. Yeah, I know they yeah. get to have one man in motion for yeah. arena. Yeah, it's kind of like arena football. Um, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry, I got mistaken. The arena football league field is only like seventy yards by like you know 
not even 50 yards wide because the professional yeah. fields. But the Canadian Football League, I believe, is like longer. It's the much. It's like a full 80 yards. It's like the size of a, probably, a soccer field. Probably soccer field. Yeah, yeah 120 yards by 80 yards, 70 to 80 yards. Okay. They measure it in meters. That's why. Well, it's pretty much a yard. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little uh, bit longer. Actually, it, uh, yeah, you know, it's like three feet is a yard, and three point one feet is a meter. Yeah, that's a lot to me. <laughs> He's used to microns. <laughs> yeah, fuck a micron. <laughs> I, we, we are in America. We don't use metric. No, yeah, that's what you think. <laughs> made up shit that was after somebody's foot. That looks like a foot. I know. Like, and it changes if the king yeah, gets like, fucking slayed. The whole this happens world. every other day in Game of Thrones. Have any of right. y'all kept up with that show? No. no. Oh Sorry. I mean, you can, you can rant and rave. I heard something crazy happen the other day. Something fucking crazy happened. Only because my news feed was full of people like, <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you, Game of Thrones. Just like, and if anybody read the books, they would have known that shit was coming already. Which I didn't read the books, and I didn't know that shit coming. It was still, by the end of it, I was like... Okay, there's maybe one person left in the series I give any shit about. You killed everybody. <laughs> See, if I'm going to watch cool. something like that, I'm not going to read the books first. Mainly because if be I'm going to watch something with action in it, I want it to be a surprise. Yeah. That's true. That, that's very true. And I couldn't do that with Harry Potter. There's only one show I watch. See, yeah. There's only one show I watch, though, and that's The Walking Dead. That's, like, the only show I follow. Seriously. Yeah. So, I... I I understand that the comics are so much different from what I've heard. Like, and I've skimmed through the comics and stuff, and it's funny to see how the characters are like different. And yeah. then there are some characters that are in the show that aren't even in the comic. Yeah. So I, it's very different. So, but I like the surprise yeah, aspect. I actually picked up on that on uh, with the Harry Potter because uh, I had started reading the Harry Potter books, and I got to the Goblet of Fire, and they put out the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. And I was like, I really wish I didn't know all this was happening before it actually happened. Yeah. So I stopped reading it because I was like, all right, this was a successful movie. It's but, but at the same time, I don't know. It could go both ways. And, like, I think because um, in regards, like, when you read a book, like, you paint your own picture of what the characters yeah. look like. And then you see them come out on the screen, and it's nothing like you painted the picture to be. Yeah. Like, even though it's well, the, think, everybody gets the same description, they can still have their own imagination to paint their own picture. I think that's why uh, all re- people that are really into books always uh, are disappointed when a, a movie comes yeah, out. Because, because they have their own idea. It doesn't yeah. have to be characters. Like, just, you know, scenery and yeah. stuff like that. But then you could look at it the other way. Like, it's cool to have an actual picture yeah. of what you're reading later yeah, on. Yeah, and that's the way I look at it. Yeah. I'm I'm real big into cinema. Yeah. So I like having that pre, you know, someone else's idea. Because, you know, the book's not my idea. So I want someone else's idea of these images so, when so you're I can reading it, place it. Yeah, so you can, like, have your own. I like how you used a big word there, cinema, instead of movies. Yeah. You know, just threw that in there. Douchey. Yeah, pretty that's much. A of, that's a pretty douchey <laughs> move. <laughs> why, why, I, know, I know you guys couldn't see it, but why he said that, he held his pinky out the, t- the same time, too. Exactly. <laughs> As he sips his I'm beer. Yeah. Pinky out. <laughs> he has a 40 and a pinky out. This is the most retarded look ever. Just ding and little thing. I like to go to the cinema with my boyfriend, and then we go to the out in the woods and camp together. <laughs> Ow! 
Yeah, I do that shit with the. I did that with Lord of the Rings. I watched the movies and now I went back and read all the books because I, I, I had a face to put to it. I think yeah. that would be so hard to like picture Lord of the Rings prior to the movies. That's why. It's, yeah. That's why the books take so. I mean. Are so big because they have to it describe was, the people. Yeah, and, it was amazing detail in the description. Yeah, of just everything in the books. Well, I what I think is crazy about the whole Lord of the Rings series is there's actually like, you know, twenty or thirty books out. Yeah, like it's it like of other like journeys and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and you know, but I got I got some of them, but yeah. they're not done. Like because. Um, Stephen Colbert is like the biggest Lord Tolkien of the Ring fan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lord of the Ring freak. But everybody only knows the uh, the Hobbit and the Three Lord of the Rings because yeah. J.R. Tolkien did those. But other authors have done other books. It's not by all J- by J.R. Tolkien. But yeah, those are the only ones that were put in the movie, and those were like the main ones. There was the the other one that people that are kind of kind of around it. The other one that a lot of people do know of is the Sumer- the Sumerian. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I have that one. I tried to follow it. I got like probably a third it's, of the, a third of the hard, way through man. it, and I'm just, just like, I, it's, it's, so, like, it's not. It's there's not people. Reading. It's just a dude walking. Yeah, it's and so it's just dry. describing scenery. Yeah, but I'm um, like if I remember right, that actually explains some other like side factors. Oh yeah, yeah, about, yeah. That's why I wanted to get into it, and yeah. I tried to force it in myself, and I was just it's like, hard, dude. By a third of it, I'm like. It's a dude. He's not meeting people and having all these crazy shit happen. Yeah. He's just walking down a fucking road. Because yeah, I think that explains something about uh, Radagast. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to get into Radagast somehow yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And then I think he interacts with one one person through the, a third of the book that I read. Yeah. One one other person was on the road. And it was it, no he no he didn't even interact with me. He saw a house, <laughs> yeah. And then and then he sat there and thought about what that person might look like, and then kept walking. Didn't he? Didn't he? I'm um, sorry, that's too much description. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah, fuck that bad. Something happened. God damn it! Yeah, Someone make, stab him in the eye or something. I, think I don't might know. Have talked about the stub your toe time. at least. <laughs> he tripped on a rock. There yes, was, yes, he tripped. It was a big rock, but not so lumpy. And then it was smooth on one end. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really dry read book. Yeah, that's terrible. That's excruciatingly hey, if you, painful. If you have any questions about the Lord of the Rings series, like all, don't of ask them, us. Ask Stephen Colbert. Just send him an email. Yeah, that James he Franco. Will, he will. You see that episode with James Franco, yeah. and he's like, "Tell me, uh, name one, just one of the elves of Valinor." And he goes, "Oh, do you mean?" The, the the one of the water, this one, and he went to, to listed all seven of them. Yeah. He listed Ooh, all of so them. Busy. He goes, do not, in my own house, do not question me about Tolkien. And he, <laughs> by the end, James Franco was almost on the floor laughing like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. And then the, the other one is he when The Hobbit came out, like he had the director up there. And then he yeah. was like, he was like. Questioning the, him. Yeah, he was questioning the director. Like he's like, "Did you do this because you thought this should happen, or like meant to do this, or this significance, this, that, and the other?" And the director was like, "I don't know. Uh, I just thought it looked cool. Like that's literally what he was. Like. I just thought it sounded good. So you know, you would have been freaking hilarious if he had been like, I don't know, I didn't read the book. <laughs> Steven would have stabbed him in the eye with a soldering iron. They got, they got a heart attack. They got J.R. Tolkien up there, like." Um, I'm pretty sure I was high when I wrote those. I don't really. Yeah. 
He's dead. J.R.R. <laughs> Tolkien is dead. I understand that, but, you know, geez, you had to ruin the story. <laughs> the people listening didn't know yeah, that. I'm sure a lot of people didn't know that he was yeah. dead. So you we, do now, bitch. We could have, like, kept leading them on. Yeah. <laughs> we no. could have gone into the next episode with that. Like, hey, yeah, J.R.R. Tolkien said yesterday. <laughs> we get one of our friends and, like, here he is. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> All you Middle Earth people, how are we doing today? <laughs> oh, man. Because you're terrible. I'm okay with it. Fuck it. I need a beer. I'll be back. <laughs> Pause break for a beer. This is why Josh has a 40, so he doesn't have to get up during the middle of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Reduce his travel time. Give me one. Give me one of my Angry Orchards. Angry Orchard, hard cider. I'm so glad you knew how I was going with that. Interstitial music. I could just send you on a Bono rant. Oh, God, fuck Bono. Giant metal dick. Spikes on the end. This will cover cover the time while Killian is away from the mic. Okay, so Bono, he opens his song. He says Uno, Dos, Tres, Catorce. He says one, two, three, fourteen. This is how he intros the same. Don't worry, dude, you got plenty of time. The song. <laughs> I don't understand this fucking concept. How can you introduce a song? If you're trying to appeal to the Spanish audience, they're pissed off now. This is like a 10 minute rant (laughs) I've done it enough My head hurts I don't think I can do another 10 minute rant But I could probably quote this rant actually (laughs) How do you do 1, 2, 3, 14 I'm just saying I learned that Before I took Spanish classes And then I failed the Spanish classes But I knew it before I took this Spanish classes So it's okay Like I said Charlie Brown I'm on a rant it's pretty good. I'm not a big YouTube fan anyway, so I am yeah. a uh, Edge fan. Who is the guitarist? Yeah, well, yeah. Bono. I after did you y- y'all did you see that one? Right? It might get loud. It might get loud. It's such an awesome one of DVD. The great fucking. I, I mean, it's they all are different, but if you notice, like they're all playing. Uh, they're all musicians, and they're a single guitar. Like, you don't have two guitars. Yeah. They have to make a full, complete sound with one guitar. Yeah. So, For the uh, uh, listeners, the uh, It Might Get Loud is a documentary kind of thing with uh, uh, Jack White from The White Stripes, with The Edge from U2, and with um, Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, thank you. Uh, and they just kind of talk about guitars and guitar work and different styles of guitar work yeah. and music and like it's one of the most interesting, legitimately interesting documentaries well, it, I think I, I've I ever seen. I found it interesting because I mean, even like they have that one similarity where they're all the single only guitarist in their yeah. band, and but they're all so different in the style how they write music. Like you have Jack White, who is just um, he's just he plays crappy cheap plastic out of tune instruments yeah. like piano like he doesn't care like it doesn't have to be into he just Does plays it, make it sound? and he just i can play he yeah exactly he just goes to town on the instrument and he just whatever feels or whatever comes to mind at the time 
He just plays it on stage, and it, he doesn't have any real effects or tones. He has like one or two pedals, maybe. One of my favorite parts of that documentary is when they show Jack White getting off stage, and then they look at the guitar, and you see the fretboard just blood well, everywhere because yeah, he, he just, just beat it into submission. That's yeah. what he's like. He's that's what one of the things he said was like. I want to. I want to have to wrestle the guitar. I want to. I want to have to fight the music out of it and shit like that. I'm like yeah, fucking yeah. good luck, kid. Yeah, and Jesus, he's, he's batshit crazy. I, I I didn't like because I felt like Jack White was definitely trying to be a little too witty in that because he was like, yeah, probably because they asked him a question one time like while they're riding in the car or whatever, and, and Jack uh, they were like, so what do you think is going to happen when you three guys get together? He's like. What's going to happen? Big, I don't know. Big fight. Probably a fist fight. Yeah, I'm like, he's trying to be really? douchey with it. Like, why would you guys fight? Like, who? <laughs> but uh, the other, uh, and then, like, you had, like, Jimmy Page, who obviously did Zeppelin and did, like, tons and tons of, like, really awesome music. Like, yeah. he has Legend. this very, he, he had some effects, but he just really kind of, like, finessed his way through up and down the neck. And, like, yeah. he was, like, talking about, he's like, I treat the guitar like it's a lady, and I just caress her, and you got to treat her like a woman. Yeah. And I don't know. He was just, like, really getting into it, and I was just like, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to molest the guitar. That's what, if you just hear any, on stage. any, like, famous guitarist or even, like, just good guitarists from, like, the 80s back, like early eighties back, that's how they describe a guitar. How to play a guitar, like is, a woman, yeah, like a woman, yeah. And then, and then you have like the uh, the other spectrum is like you two is like nothing but sounds and effects. Wall, like, just walls upon walls upon uh, walls like, of like guitar, you guitar to, effects yeah. and like his, pedals. Yeah, and it goes through fifteen soundboards yeah. with this shit going through, and he recorded. Like the original beta track for one of their big songs, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, this is before I added this effect and this effect and this effect." And you wouldn't, I would, I, I wouldn't even know how to play that anymore. Yeah. Doesn't even sound the same. And yeah. It's like, no, he, it he never, kinda, but Jesus, he Christ, never dude. repeats. He never repeats a sound too. Like every sound, like is different. You know, I every a song has a different uh, yeah. setup. No, no two songs and, have the same pedal and effects. The, the craziest part when he was playing it, like he, like there was a part when he was playing one of the tracks to one of their big hit U two songs. And he was playing it. He's like, this is what it sounds with all the different channels and distortions and uh, sounds and reverbs that I, I have playing. And he was playing it, and then he took every, turned everything off, and it was just clean. And he was basically playing an E like bar a, chord. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> it was literally like an E bar chord. It was chord. like two, like a note yeah. and a half, just like me. Yeah, it was like this dumbed down version of E, because he does it. He was like, I play it a little different. This is, has a more fuller sound. So he doesn't play like the E minor like most people play. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. We're not going to get into that. It was just, it's so simple to play like physically with your fingers but the thought process is like almost to a um like obsessive level like yeah. unhealthy obsession it's like all my shoes are pointing southwest why i don't know <laughs> buddha Looks said right so buddha said so <laughs> at 36 degrees <laughs> head to the rock pray to the rock or whatever it is the muslims do yeah the temple in the rock a, that that, the muslim yeah. reference yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but it, it's an interesting DVD. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, I yeah. I, I own it, so I have one at the house. Nice. Any any listener who comes out, I'll make a copy. If you come out of the closet, he'll make you a copy. <laughs> Remember that, John. Since you're the only one listening. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> 
We're, we're and we lost our last listener. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> we're going home. Put our only listener on blast, no, and he gets upset. Is, the funny thing is, as me and Dan say that, we're both staring at Josh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, staring Josh. you down. If there's anything you want to tell us, here's a free DVD. <laughs> Just come on out. Just come on out. Staying on this. Why game. am I the source of fag bash on this show? <laughs> because you're the one going into the middle of nowhere with a bunch of dudes in a tent. Actually, I'm not going to go this weekend because apparently we're supposed to have a fucking hurricane or the remnants of it coming through. Oh, that tropical, tropical storm. storm. Yeah. Either way, I'm not getting there at night and setting up a tent in the rain. So I'm glad we did this pregame podcast <laughs> yeah. on a Thursday, guys. Well, I mean, well, you're you guys still going to be out of town. I mean, you guys could have done it without me. Anyway, you're still going to be out of town. And we already planned it, and I found out about that shit like today. All right, it's fine. So I was. We have this broadcast yeah. on a Thursday. From we're going to pause it and restart on. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can always um, get hammered on Saturday and do an aftermath. Aftermath. If you yeah. got money, motherfucker. How about you All guys? Right, we can just, always just like do wait, wait, wait. I got a hotel. You, we gotta do aftermath in my hotel room at the oceanfront this weekend. Who's got money? Yeah, who's got money for bar tab? Because in order for the aftermath to work, I have to be shit face hammered. At least one of us does. Uh, I have to be shit face. <laughs> I know Dan. How many drinks do you drink? Yes. How, 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 <laughs> how big's your wallet? <laughs> I mean, I've been. I, sand soccer is my weekend, so I've been saving up. I have a little money. So, I mean. Uh, it would involve lugging all this equipment out to a hotel room at like four in the morning in the rain. <laughs> no, I mean because it'll be Saturday night. The rain will be gone by then. It's supposed to rain Friday, like Friday, Friday night. Yeah, when I was supposed to be setting up my tent, which is why I said no. Get a camper. Like, like I bitch. said, you could have just got one of your boyfriends to do it, but and that and I'm flat ass broke. But other oh, than yeah. that, <laughs> how much money does it cost to go camping? Twenty bucks. <laughs> it's like twelve dollars no. a site. Yeah, well, for Friday night. And Saturday night, we'd have to pay for Sunday, plus the gas. They usually pay by night, don't they? Yeah. yeah. But we'd yeah, be so leaving be Sunday nights. night. Yeah, but you don't pay for Sunday night because you leave Sunday. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the rules. I haven't been up there in like six years. It's, but regardless. You usually do, they usually pay by night, and then you have to be out of the campsite by like one or two or something like regardless, that. Regardless, it's a three and a half hour drive. You know, there and back, plus food I would get for the it. whole week. So, and beer. He's got to pay for all that. Yeah. Catch your shit. Okay. Um, I got a gun. Go question. fucking hunt a deer or something. Question. Okay. All right. I can't hunt petroleum. <laughs> all right. Question. Have you guys, um, I went to a show last night. All right. Duh. Whatever. I went to uh, see Cinema. my friend. But haven't you guys, like, told me about a band that was, like, Something oil seven or something seven ten oil seven ten oil. oil. They yeah. were there last night, oh, yeah. And they because it was uh, uh it was a show. It was like a solo tour by Andrew WK. Have you guys heard of Andrew WK? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, Andrew WK, and the it was three local party. bands that opened. It was um, seven ten oil. Yeah, that's how you say it, right? Which was just like a bunch of Creed wannabes. It was very <laughs> weird. It kind of reminded me more of like uh, soil. Like their second album. Well, I I, I say Creed because of the um, the kind of underlining Christian. Oh yeah, morals because they're like 
they're like they have this song uh, because usually when they go to AJ Gators, I, I knew that's where I've seen them. Usually yeah. when they go to AJ Gators, they only play like covers, which is cool. But have to. I mean, since yeah, I mean they have to if they want to play there. Which they, they, but, have, they usually let, make them do like a couple hours. Like yeah. they don't get One to play set. their own stuff until twelve. At the, yeah, at the end of the night. They get to play for yeah. an hour of their own. Stuff. They, they had a one. Covers. They had a one song that the whole chorus was like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." Literally. Okay. Wow. The funny thing about that is, right after they played that song, they're like, "Hey, yeah, you guys should go to our church on Sunday." <laughs> I was just like, "What? <laughs> Hold on." Were they serious, or was that more of a sarcasm? No, like because that's response. what I was told by other people. They were like, "They have." This Christian kind of background, sort of. At least the lead singer does, for sure. And he's and like, he's the one screaming, fuck you. Yeah, he's the one who was flicking us off. I was like, what did I do to you? <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, it's yeah, weird. so it was very weird. And then he was like, we're just going to get wasted tonight. <laughs> Hold up so your So his ears. Christian thing is more like a, I don't know, Parcheesi game for him. <laughs> the rules are only what you make them. <laughs> If no one else cares about the rules, I mean, then fuck it. It only counts let's, on Sunday. Let's, let's be honest. That's like how Christianity is. You just pick and choose what rules you In want America, to follow. Yeah. And do. In America, it is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Even I, Catholics I, don't I, fucking pay that close attention to the rules. I mean, you can do whatever you want as long as you repent on Sunday. Oh, that's true. You can party all week and all week, and then on Sunday, I'm sorry, I fucked twenty whores. I'm sorry, they were really father. good. So I apologize for enjoying it. I'm sorry, Father, for I have sinned. I sipped some alcohol yesterday. And then I emptied the rest of the bottle. (laughs) I sniffed a line off that hooker's leg. (laughs) Off her twat. (laughs) Um, But anyways, yeah, 710 Oil was there. Um, they weren't, uh, their sound was kind of blah. It was okay. It yeah. was, I, I mean, they're still doing their thing, which is cool. Then it was my friend's band, I Time Bomb. It was just a good pop punk set. Like, yeah. it was pretty, I mean, they just have a lot of energy, which is really yeah. cool. And that's what you want out of a pop punk show. Yeah. And then it was this other local band called Pilot. Um, they're, and they crashed. Um, <laughs> oh no, they're okay. I mean, they're pretty solid. Like I said, it's pretty, uh, you know, they're just, they, apparently they sound better on their album than they do live. Their live sets kind of blah. Some older guys, but they kind of have like a pop punk ish okay. kind of sound. And then it was Andrew WK, but it wasn't like Andrew WK and a full band. Yeah. It was literally Andrew WK managed to take. Um, he took an hour, and he said it was him, a keyboard, and a hobo with a mic. <laughs> and he took. He played literally three of his songs. And he managed to make a full hour party, like, and it was the one of the most intense oh shows God. I've ever been to. Like, it was so crazy, like, and it was so <laughs> much fun. It was so different because literally, like, I mean, it was like he had a little bit of like the um, built into his keyboard. He also like had a drum machine and stuff yeah. recorded, so they played that, and then he just played the piano parts because you know uh, Andrew WK is an awesome pianist. Yeah, a penis, whatever you want to say. He's a giant penis. He's so good with his Best fingers. <laughs> like, no, but he's, like, awesome. And he did a couple segments. But it was just so fun. Like, it wasn't, like, because he literally played, like, three of his songs. And everything else was just, like, that part upbeat party music. And he was just making up words as he goes along. And he was just like, <laughs> Virginia Beach. Yeah, Virginia Beach. And it was just, like, it was so funny. And then he'd say something else. He'd be like, thank you, Jen. 
Thank you. <laughs> like just because some girl like re- like went on stage and was like, "Does anybody lose a cell phone?" I don't know, but it was so much fun. Like I had like an awesome time. It was so crazy. Wow. Like it was, but it was so weird because it was literally like him with a mic and his keyboard, um, playing all this like party music, and then there was it literally looked like this hobo guy that he picked up off the street and he gave him a mic. And the mic and the, the hobo guy with the mic was just doing like the chorus part, the chant parts. You know, it's just it was just like some hairy dude with like a like a wife beater and, and a like penis. cargo pants, and it was just I'm like he, I don't know. It was it was bizarre, but it was so much fun. I mean, you know, uh, Andrew WK's actual title is like career title isn't musician; it's professional partier. Yeah, but <laughs> I yeah I I know that because it was just it was like tonight we're just gonna party and that's all it was it was like a big fucking party and it was so much fun so much fun but you know Andrew WK is also a motivational speaker as well it's it's a scary thought but it, it, yeah uh, I, he he actually that. goes out on stage and like speaks to people about like just. You know, partying positive no not well, <laughs> i can see just like being the positive, positive like being energy positive. and you could sense that on stage like when yeah. he's talking like he's just very positive and he's like you have to you have to be really positive when you're on that much acid otherwise it's just like <laughs> really bad it's hard to not be positive when you're constantly partying when your job is to party how do you get depressed yeah <laughs> I mean, I mean, because there, I mean, there's usually like, uh, you know, you, you're come when you're coming down, it sucks. But he just doesn't. Well, if that's his down. job, I'm guessing he's just gonna wake up in the morning and continue to party. Yeah, like, yeah. But it's it's interesting to see he's like actually a very powerful motivational speaker from what I've heard. But powerful Joe Rogan. It's just not good for a beer. Damn, yeah, empty one. Shit. So it's empty. I was turning my phone down because last time we had issues with everybody's phone going off in the middle of the podcast. It's okay. Nobody listened. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to check my phone now. Let's see what's going on in the Twitter sphere. Yeah, I'll see all your girlfriends, all 30 of them. What are they saying about you? And their combined age is like 20. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> wow. Now the police will be here in a week. <laughs> Once we upload this one, they'll be uh, inquisitive. Nah, whatever. I, I would, that's all I hear, but whatever. You mean their average age, not their combined age. <laughs> yeah, average <laughs> age. No, not average age. I mean, because I dated average a girl that was my brother's 16. age, and my brother's like two years younger than me. Yeah, that's not bad. No. No. That's, that's actually good. Normal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Divide your age. What is okay. normal? Our, our cousin Kendall married Jared, and they're yeah. like four, three or four years apart. Yeah. My parents are like seven. Okay. Yeah, my parents are My best friend Josh is about to marry his fiance in a month, less than a month, and okay, about a month. And oh yeah, that's the the wedding songs. Yeah, they're eleven years apart. Damn. Yes. He's winning the she's, game. He's the younger he's, one. Right? He's twenty five. He is twenty five. She is thirty six. Okay, dude, I did not know she was that old. She doesn't look that old. She doesn't. She not looked at like all. the right age. She not looked like our age. Not at all. That's what I'm saying. She looked like she was like mid to upper 20s. Like, and I would have never have guessed that until I Got found an out. experienced woman under his belt. Right? <laughs> She's been married once. This is not her first wedding. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't mean to like be offensive. I mean, because she got married apparently she when she was younger. Huh? No. She would have? No. 
Oh, I, that would have been even better. She, 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 <laughs> she made it. He picked her up at the funeral. What's up, baby? How you doing? Because yeah, if she's a widow, she'll scare the sense straight into him. Especially if she's she, a fucking psychologist or some shit. Oh, he's uh, screwed. Therapist or something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know she's what it, in he his took brain. the rapist. What? <laughs> for for, for eight hundred dollars? For eight hundred? I don't know. I, I think the rapist for five hundred dollars. I know she's like really good at what she's done. Like she's so awesome at reading people. Like she, the first time she met me, like even like when I walked through the door, she had me like not like completely figured out, but she she already she had a me, good read on you. As far as the anagram goes, she was like, "He's a nine. The first time I walked through the door, you're an LA nine. No, the en- <laughs> whatever. The Enneagram is just a, a personality wheel, and it's like one through nine, and like it's not like a one two nine. It's like a circular wheel. So there's each number uh, correlates to a certain type of personality, and then you have wings. Like I'm a nine with a one wing, and they all have certain traits and stuff like that. And then in certain situations, you can go to other positions, but they just all have their like basic. And it's pretty amazing how you can put everybody in the world into this. And then there's unhealthy, or there's unhealthy, and there's healthy. Yeah. And I, um, for some reason, me being a nine, which is like completely even, like I just, my goal in the world is to just make sure everybody's like even. They're not down, they're not just and even. And then you'll cause chaos. Yeah, I don't, I just if like you're a socialist. Even. That, that's, that's, <laughs> no, just personality wise, and I, that's what I do. Yeah, in that's people. why you keep throwing your. <laughs> trying to describe it while throwing the Iowa Hitler signs. Okay, and then and then, but for some reason, because of that, I'm attracted to fours, and fours tend to be batshit like, crazy, like batshit crazy. Well, no, the unhealthy ones, but they're pretty much up and down. They're very emotional, like every very girl heart you've ever dated. and it's uh, <laughs> exactly for some reason that's so true. Every girl I've dated is a four. Dated is a very strong word for some of these girls. This okay, is true. whatever. Every girl I've <laughs> every snogging partner he's ever had is <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> all two of them. My mom's listening. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Cheers. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much, and they each have their own types. Like I'm a nine, which is very even. Like I don't show emotion. I don't let things bother me at all. Like I'm just. I'm there. If I'm unhealthy, I just hold everything in. But if mm. I'm like, since I'm healthy, I'm just, I don't get mad. I don't, it's fine. Everything's peachy keen. I'm a 37. I make up my own numbers. I don't know. I, I haven't <laughs> thought about putting you anywhere. But my one wing is like, <laughs> no one. <laughs> but my one wing, uh, yeah, one's is like, uh, like a, a perfectionist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to... I can't focus. <laughs> we need, we're adding webcam next week for this, guys. Dude, if you ever pass I'm, out drunk, I'm drawing a st- Hitler stash on <laughs> I'm just going to sit on my hands, okay, guys? <laughs> it's probably your best bet. Like, he just, puts the mic between his crotch and starts talking to his dick. If TJ were to walk in the door right now, she'd <laughs> kick your ass. I'm sorry. I'd like to talk with her. At least put your hand up like this. Not that was like, just fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. Um, all right. So um, here, like real quick run through. <laughs> <laughs> Ones are perfectionists. And then you got twos that are like the helpers, like they just love to help any and everybody. You got threes that are uh, the very goal goal oriented um, and very super competitive. You have the fours that are best way to describe is like batshit crazy. Uh, You got fives 
that are very isolated. They stay to themselves. They don't go out much. They stay in and hang out by themselves. Damn. Um, no, Dan's not a five. Like, he could maybe have a five wing, but he's not a five. Like, six are... Um, what am I, uh, uh, Sixes are the questioner. Like, they question everything. Like, why are he's we... He's a five and a half. How, how is this... Look, man, there's wings. <laughs> <laughs> he's got wings. <laughs> I drink Red Bull, bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's, like, five is, like, the questioner that, or, excuse me, six is, like, the questioner. Um, they they question everything, uh, ask why or how this happens, whatever. Sevens tend to be, like, the, uh, like, to be the center of attention, like, very sociable, social, like, beings. Like, they like to party and have fun, but they like to be the center of attention when they're partying and having fun. Hmm. Eights tend to be like your boss type they're very demonstrative like they just command respect and like when it, whenever you're around an eight like you don't you don't want to step out of line like they don't even have to say anything you can just feel the vibe that you don't alphas yeah alpha male like they're like yeah. the, they're usually your boss type people and they're kind of they tend to be very like not angry but they kind of they're very loud yeah you know um and then of course like nines with me it's just very very like laid back like just go. All right, all right, Killian. With that on mind, label us. Give us our give us oh, our man. numbers. Yeah, which okay, one okay, means okay. fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's the interesting thing. Like, because I'm a nine, but in certain situations, I'll go to a three because I'll be really competitive. Even though it's more of a competitive nature with myself, well, but yeah, I, I can be competitive. And then other times, I go to a six, and I'm very um. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not pre-gaming at all. Hitler has guessed. <laughs> he's, he's still seeing his head up as he's burping. <laughs> okay. Hitler like, took an like, acid. He wasn't supposed to be a side yeah. pill. He was trying to do it. That sounded like Tim Allen, like home improvement. <laughs> yeah, that's what my burp you, sounded like. You definitely need to get your phone out so you can take random <laughs> pictures of him talking. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I go to a six as well. I'm like a questioner. All right. Um, if I had to label you, um, all right, who, who wants to go first? I just, the one that, I just want the one that means fuck it. <laughs> uh, fuck not, it. Nines are pretty, like, pretty healthy. Fuck it. Fuck yeah. it. Okay, but <laughs> would you be... You wouldn't be... See, I don't know if you're a nine, though, because if, you, if you're if you a nine, you're a straight nine. Because I can't... I mean, I don't know. Are you are you very kind of OCD, like... Yeah. Very kind of... um Like, when you do something, you want to do it to the best of your ability? Yeah. Or, like, seriously, like, not just loosely, because everybody says that, I, I do something. I'm like, no, do you, like, when you pick up a hobby or do something, do you, like, research it and you're kind of obsessed, like, not, like, a healthy obsession about it? Like, you try to... Yeah. Okay, well, then you could be a nine with a one wing, like me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. More or less. Dan, um, I can see the kind of five. five, like, by himself. Um, hmm. It's tough. I can see... I'm by myself... Until I have a group of people, and then I'm the center of attention. Like, no, when you're drunk, you're the center of attention. <laughs> that definitely amplifies that quality of me. <laughs> it's always there. I'm just able to repress it when I'm sober. Okay. When I get drunk, it pulls out of me. Like, there's no stopping it at that point. Are but you... I definitely, uh, like, I don't mind, like... Well, if everything I just said, are you... Do you like to question things? Like, do you ask how this Science. works or why why this does that or why would you tell me that and stuff like that? Kind of. Uh, I don't question 
people as much because I usually just let them talk. No, and it doesn't have to be out. like people. Like but it could like, be like like things. when you're sitting in a classroom and somebody Science. teaches you a theory or a, a point. Okay, do, do you for uh, the record, I've been I've never been in a classroom that I was interested in who was talking. Okay, well, yeah. well like let's. I will now. I will listen. I will. I like to watch like uh, documentaries on like astrophysics and particle physics and stuff like that. And that interests me a lot. Just okay. trying to figure out like subatomic particles. But when they when they tell you a theory or a thought, do you automatically just take it in and you're just like that that that's that's right? Or do you begin to question it? Like ah, I don't really see that. Or like why is that? I think a little that? bit of. I mean, it depends on how solid it's. Uh, if it makes sense, then I roll with it. But if it doesn't make sense in my head, then I'm like, okay, well, how? Why doesn't it make sense? What is throwing me off here? See, I'm that I'm that way too. Like, I, if it makes sense the way they're explaining the it to me. Well, everybody's got a, a, a loosely kind of a little bit of everything. But like I said, it, if you are a nine with a one, in certain situations, you will go to a three and become competitive, competitive when you're around certain people. And you'll also go to a six. Like, I like to question things. I don't automatically take them in. I do get competitive at work. That's what I'm saying. Like, in certain situations, when you're in an environment around certain people, you can go to other wings. Like, there's a chart. Like, I, I would have to bring up, and it would show you all the arrows and directions it would go to. Yeah. And there, and those are pretty much all I go to. Like, I don't, I don't go to, like, a 7. I don't go to an 8 at all, really, even though I'm right next to an 8. Like, I go to a 6 or a 3. I don't go to a 4 or 5 too much. I like to be around people. I don't actually ask a lot of questions so much as just kind of absorb everything that's happening and see if it makes sense to me i question it in my head more than i actually make ask questions and then he makes a sandwich and then i make lots of sandwiches <laughs> potatoes i don't know see i, I mean what the fuck are you you could you could be a what yes i don't know what just happened <laughs> i don't know i could i could Basically see i could see a six with maybe a five wing potentially all right when you're making a decision do you like to go with your uh, your gut, like your instinct, your gut, or are you more logical based? I know you don't make decisions with your heart. I can tell you that right away. So you're not a two, three, or four. I'm sure. not an emotion. I don't use emotion yeah, to exactly. make thoughts. Exactly. I know for a fact you're not a two, three, or four. Eights, nines, and ones are gut felt. Like they generally, not all the times, but generally make decisions with just instinct. And yeah. just, My instinct is logic based. Like. My uh, first, this, I it, it is kind of similar, but in the same regard, there is, there's even though lo- your logic, your logic based is just so natural that it seems like it's gut, but really it's you're going off logic. I had to think about it too because I used to think I was very logic based, but I'm in reality for the most of my decisions are gut based. When you really, when I think about it, yeah, I, I think I, I, I think you're very logic based when you make decisions. Yeah, and that, but that is my gut. Though, no. in a way, it's not heart. I definitely. Not right, that's why I based. said you're not two, three, or four. My, he doesn't have one of those. My gut reaction is the most logic-driven thing. Like that's what snaps yeah, into yeah. my first yeah, frame like, of it, mind. It's a, like logic-based decisions can be like snap decisions, but it's yeah. because of your logic. Like you can compute a situation very quickly and just be like. That logically does not make sense, or like mathematically, or whatever. Like the reasoning behind it, it's still a logic-based decision rather than me. It's more of a feel-based. Like a lot of times when I play poker, like mathematically, I'll be looking at a situation when I'm calling a bet on the river. Yeah. Um. I a lot of times when I'm in person because I just I'm really good at reading people. 
I just like, I know I shouldn't call here because most of the time when people bet the river, it's a fold. But for some reason, something in my gut, there's no logic behind it. Yeah. In my gut, I feel something telling me I should call and I make the call. And a lot of times my gut is right. And that's why I know I'm a gut decision maker. Instinctual. But just because it's logic based doesn't mean you sit down and reason it out. Like logic based could be like. Yeah, it's definitely well. logic based. Yeah, so that's why I feel definitely more logic So based. you would be a, a, a five, six, or seven. Um, seven being, um, I definitely think you're a six in, in the middle. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could see you kind of with seven. the five wings because you like to be isolated, but for some reason, when you have alcohol, you go to the seven wing too. So you can have a little of both. Yeah. But I see mostly a six. Well, I mean, yeah, it's. It's, it's my ego thing is something I've been trying to work on, like in my head, like fi- get, keep that in check for a while. For a while, and it's not. It's it's like I said, sober is fine. Sober, I'm pretty well in check. I would say, and and you can you can have a good time like doing your hobbies by yourself. That's why I think mostly yeah. I, I can see the six with the five wing. Yeah, I well I play my games. I don't need a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. When you're you playing your computer games and stuff, like or video games, whatever you want to do. Oh shit! I get on Final Fantasy, and you won't hear from me for a month. <laughs> you don't want to go into that? Uh, no, that I mean realm. that. Yeah, I mean, but, but that's not like the whole picture because some people, like my brother, mm. Cameron, is a. Um, I would say Cameron is a two with a three wing. He's a helper because he likes to help people. Yeah. Or it could be vice versa. I, I haven't really figured that out. Two with a yeah. three wing and three with a two. But two being the helper because Cameron loves to help people. Yeah. And three being the competitive goal-oriented type. Like Cameron is obviously, he just graduated as, from Virginia Tech as a chemical engineer with like a 392 GPA. You know, like Damn. fourth or fifth in his class. I mean, that's, that's freaking, you have to be driven to do that. And work yeah. a job to pay your bills Love up me, there. Bro. Both of y'all have always been that, you know, had that competitive spirit with Yeah, you. yeah. And that's why I said, like, I'm pretty laid back. And usually the competitiveness is with myself more so when yeah. I compete. Like, I want to better myself. Like, if I'm not being up to par, my par, what I think I should be, then I get really kind of upset with myself, not with other yeah. people. But my two best friends are a two with a three wing and a three with a two wing. And they're both very competitive people. So when I'm hanging out with them, I have I'm just naturally competitive. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if we're like walking down the street. We're like who can get to the end of the block fastest, or yeah. you know, like just everything's a competition with them. It's so funny. I can't. I can't. That bugs me when people are like overly competitive. I'm like who cares? Well, it's not, it's not like a haha I'm better than you kind of way because that I, to me that would be the unhealthy three wing yeah. when it's like an ego thing where you're just like haha I have to be better. For them, it's just a, a friendly. All right, we're do, if we're going to do something, we might as well compete. Well, you say that, but I know one of the guys you're talking about, and okay, he just yeah. gets real shitty real quick. Like he doesn't actively get mad at you, but he just like. It's not the competitive aspect. It's no, that's the sore not, loser aspect. It, no, it's not that. Like it has nothing to do with losing with him, the person. I know who exactly you're talking about. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. No names. I we don't exactly. do names anymore. It's just that is because there are just certain things that set him off. And he, like I said, I describe him in a way as 90% of the time he is like an awesome person. But as soon as something triggers him, that 10% of the time he's just 
a really shitty person. Then I, I trigger. I must be the one triggering it because it's always I at some point in the evening. No, he'll, I know he'll it's click. not. It, it's not you specifically. There's just certain things like that he views because he's been he has his morals when it comes to playing pool that he grew up with and. Um, you have your, I don't know, it's like loosely based morals, because I did that on my birthday. I pulled a safety, and I just tapped the ball. And he did the same thing on my birthday, where he just smacked the eight ball in and lost on purpose. Like, he hit my ball first, and then hit the eight ball in and lost on purpose. You didn't call safety, like... No, he doesn't want to play safety. In his head, he doesn't play safety at all. Then you're not playing a game. Well, it's not because of competitiveness. Like, when he's with us, he doesn't play competitively. He plays... Now, if he was playing some random guys in a bar for drinks, he would play competitive. But when he's playing us, he feels like we're not competing with each other. He just wants us to get better. So his theory is why should we take a safety when we could, even if it's like a very low percentage shot, at least go for it. And that way you try to push yourself. That's just his theory behind it. That's yeah, But also being like being good at pool, you have to know when to take a safety. Like that's part of it as well. Yeah, I, I definitely definitely agree because at, for that time period when I stopped playing with him, I started playing what the with somebody fuck else. What are your neighbors doing? Pisses me off because he'll do that shit randomly. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. So he just it's, has a different view on it, and it's not. And it's when like the like the last time we were all out there, we like he was losing. He, like he like we went two for two, and we lost. We won. Uh, who was up? Was I playing with you or the other? I I don't know. I just I don't know. know but I I beat I I took the last shot, and I guess it's just like. When I start to win when I'm drunk, I just like, yeah, fuck you, and that kind of shit. Which, to be fair, I play, I've played a lot of pickup games of basketball, and if you can't take smack talk on the court, we don't play with you. You don't, you're not allowed to play with us yeah, anymore. We don't true. let you play with us that's anymore. True. It's part of it. If you can't yeah. take smack talk and start getting pissed off and, and you get shitty with people because you don't like the way they're smack talking, you don't get to play with us anymore. It's part of the deal. Like, I, I mean, you, it, I mean, that's may, like it, going, may, it may sound offensive or something, but I don't care. But it's uh, there's a house full of black people across the street, and that's who I play with. I'm a little white boy, and there's a house full of literally 12 people in the summer living in this one little house. So we would go out and just play basketball all day long. And part of it was shit-talking. We made fun of the short dude for being short. I got made fun of my whole life for being skinny, and that was just part of it. And nobody took offense, and the people that got offended – we're, we're around for a game or two, and then they weren't allowed to play with us anymore. You had like a country twang for just a second. <laughs> you sure you weren't getting joked on because you're white? No, they didn't say nothing about that. We yeah, kept, we kept, you would be the only white guy, right? We, you, yes, and we, are, we kept, we kept the black and white thing didn't matter to us because because I grew up with these kids. I mean, from three uh, from four years old, I lived in this house, and I just we all grew up together. So that did, we didn't even care about that part of it, and we were too young but, to know the difference yet. And that same aspect, you are part white and part whiter. So you are pretty white, Dan. I'm Scottish and Irish. Shut up. Yeah, white, and then there's whiter. What stand-up comedian was describing it? He's like, when you ask people like what their ethnicity is, if they have a little color, you'd be like, oh, it's like you know half like Irish, and then have something else that has color. But then when you ask a white person what his ethnic ethnicity is, <laughs> I got a little bit of lisp right there. Yeah, ethnicity. Fabulous. Uh, their ethnicity, um, it's always like, oh, I'm like part German, part Polish, part Irish, part Scottish. Like, it's just listing a bunch of white people, like white. Yeah. Because if someone asks a white per- person, what are you, they want more than just, I'm white. 
They yeah. want to know more in depth. Well, I know, but when you ask that general <laughs> question, it's funny because it's always like, oh, I'm half German, half Puerto Rican, or, you know, just random combinations, but they always have that one, you know, it's only like a couple things. It's like this and yeah. that, and that's where they get their color from. It's like half white, and then something else is where they get their like color from. Cherokee. Yeah, you know, it's always something like that. But well, when you ask the white people, like, just generally, like, with that's no because color, it was your, uh, you know, like, your Northern Europe is all, you know, for the longest time was just like, just pure white. Like it's all snow, and I think I see people. So, <laughs> and they blend in. And you know, when trading started, that's when you know crossbreeding. Well, it's not. Yeah, I mean that's obvious. And then like with the colonies, like colonization, like because obviously England and Spain and france like they yeah. all had their colonies and stuff like that so, so yeah the, i mean i understand the crossbreeding thing it's just like stand-up comedian was joking on the fact that um you know if you ask somebody who is like dark skin they're like i'm part chinese and part this and somebody else is like i'm part you know puerto rican and this but if you ask a white person it's like irish english scottish polish german you know, French. Like, it's yeah. just... They share borders. The list goes on yeah. and on that's and the, on. That's, that would be the thing, is they all share borders with each other. Yeah. If you if you have German in you, then you are surrounded by, like, ten countries. So... Yeah. You got France you got, and... You got uh, France uh, across the Rhineland, and then you got Poland, and then you got um, Czech, and then... Fucking... Um... Uh, who else is out there? Austria. Geography is great. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that Europe is connected to each other physically with just a throw a rock and you're in a different country. Yeah. Versus if you have Puerto Rican in you, then most likely swimming. you came through America. <laughs> you're swimming. That happened in yeah. America. Your German ancestors came over then hooked up with a Puerto Rican and then that's how that came to be. Yeah. So, that would at be which why. point, if if you're part Puerto Rican and part German, you probably got something else in, in you too. You just haven't yeah. gone back far back enough. Yes, yeah, a lot of that apparently. <laughs> and Puerto Rican chicks be crazy, y'all. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> Remember, everyone has a lot of dick in their history. It's a fact. I'm, I'm shaking my head. He, he, he's disagreeing. Face palm. We <laughs> <laughs> got the sound effect for that too. <laughs> Recorded. Yeah. This is me bashing, the soundboard. bashing my head against the mic. Go bigger, go home. <laughs> so starting. I, I, I feel like that was probably a given, Josh. There's probably very much so a lot of dick in everybody's history. Yeah, but I figured there's if well, not anything, originally. we found the one really, really, really dumb person on iTunes that has actually made it to episode three, and they didn't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I would be curious to see how like it just dwindles off. They're like, all right, the first one was good, the second one was like, eh. and then by the third one, they're like, why the fuck am I still listening? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone by here? now is either stop listening. Committed suicide, or it's that guy. Can I have that seven hours of my life back, please? Yeah. <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. This is terrible. Can I get the clip notes? 
so I can burn them? <laughs> then bury the ashes. So, um, how was pool last night? Yeah. It happened. Yeah. I almost, I almost walked table on them like three times. Yeah. My head wasn't in it. Yeah, well, he wasn't even paying attention. I don't think to the table at all. Is your head ever in it? Sometimes, <laughs> on a very rare occasion. On a Tuesday, yeah, I think it's funny, like how David can like turn his competitiveness like on and off, like a. Switch. And now we have a name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. There's so many Davids out there. Like I, there's so many it's Davids so in my generic group. It's so that first guy with the slingshot. You <laughs> had to like pause and think about the guy with the slingshot. Wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Clink, it hit. Goodbye. Shit. It came back around. Doing. Oh, you're talking about Boomerang. David and Goliath. <laughs> he had a pull, pull ball too, and he threw it at the giant. He <laughs> he was on a table and popped it off, and it wasn't Tell a me, slingshot. How did that story end fuck. again? I don't remember. Somebody won. I don't remember. I'm just he was super know. competitive. But yeah, <laughs> beat the giant's ass and then teabagged him. And I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> we just walked up to the giant. I just don't really feel like doing this today. Can we do it tomorrow? <laughs> I'm not feeling competitive today. Today I'm only. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't. Today even... I'm a two, not the three. <laughs> yeah, today I'm the two. Today I'm an unhealthy two. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Sad Maybe I didn't have enough Wheaties this morning. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, he can definitely like turn it on and off. Like like I told you, I called it. Like I, I was like, hey, we just beat him. David's gonna put, bring his A game. Did I not tell you, Dan? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We were. It was. Oh, yeah, two playing, yeah. We were it? playing, and it was like against uh, a couple other people, David and David. Um, <laughs> <laughs> our Alex friends are Sasha. <laughs> yeah, but it. And I told you, like as soon as we beat him, like I was like, all right. This is when he's going to turn his like competitiveness switch on, and sure enough, that's what he did. And he ran like five balls, six balls off the break. Yeah, yeah, but it's like I said, he, I told the other one, I was like, yeah, watch. He just lost to me, and I'm drunk, stumbling around the table. He's going to get pissed off, and he didn't like. He doesn't yell or anything, but he goes to his flat faced. And just starts playing. Yeah, no, you can definitely see when his mood changes, but it's not you specifically because he's done it to me. He's done it to Josh. If he loses to anybody he feels superior over, that's when he turns it back on. Oh, he definitely feels superior to me. And me. And Josh. And everyone. Not, not this Josh. He's a superior, he has a superior attitude about a lot of things. I, and that, that's, where his three wing, that's where his three-wing comes in. He I feels, played a game with him that night. You did? Yeah. That was... I think he kind of figured out off of like my first two shots that i really didn't give a fuck if yeah, i wanted I'm, I'm pretty yeah i'm pretty sure he like like <laughs> walked the dog with you like it was like he won by like five balls or something right no it was uh i think he won he won by like three. Oh well like after, after like the oh that's right he, you you got yeah, some balls he started in. walking and he, then he he went like he ran like five balls off his first turn yeah and then i guess he struggled on the last couple yeah he he ran like four or five, and then uh, I I made I think two, and then my leave was just to block his shot. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> how can I make this game stall out till he hits yeah. the ball in? And then I, you know, I got it down to like two balls, but yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I think it's fitting, like how we're like knights of the billiard table, and we're just talking about pool for the first time. <laughs> hey guys, we like pool. Yeah. And hit, if, cough, you, cough, if, if we could, that's kind of our hobby. 
I have currently three pool sticks in my car. It's y'all's hobby. I do other shit. I have two sticks and then another on permanent land to Josh. I'm not. Uh, uh, my, uh, my friend, uh, uh, Andrea, Andrea, <laughs> I just call her that, but, um, she, uh, she said it was on Facebook that it was like the name was very fitting. Yeah, I saw that comment. Yeah. I think Especially since, you know, one of your friends is a master of, uh, pull stick foo. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. Mm. He trained in the art of knocking drunk assholes out with a stick. No, just, you know, smacking balls around with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Cool story, bro. That was, that was, uh, <laughs> that was oh, okay. supposed to be the too segue far? into the story. Wait, wait, there what? You go. Was, was that too far? Let, let me far let me enough. rephrase that. He likes to smack balls around with a stick. No homo. I'm gonna find you seventy five thousand dollars. The FCC is gonna be up our ass. Oh Apple will be fucking rioting. <laughs> the NBA commissioner is gonna call me on the phone, um, sir. Uh, I'm gonna need that check by next week. <laughs> so no, I guess- he's, no, he's gonna tell that player that he fined. But look, look, see what you started. See what you started. See what you started. <laughs> we'll, we'll it's everywhere just, now. We'll just tell him they can fine us to up to seventy five percent of what we make off of this podcast. By that racket, they owe us. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to make some money. Think smart, man. <laughs> like, all right, you got a negative number. Uh, carry the one. You owe us about two hundred dollars NBA. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take that. Uh, yeah. Make it out to me. Well, we're going through some hard times right now. So yeah, go ahead and give us the money. Yeah, we're gonna need that by next week. By the way. Yep, we got new shit to buy. Do you have PayPal? <laughs> Do you have a mint? <laughs> it's good stuff, guys. It's terrible stuff. And now this we're dead. Back to episode <laughs> dead one. air. God, this is bad. I just need to keep drinking. This is this. Is, yeah, get crunk. This is, this is episode one all over again. That's what this is, dude. Every episode is like this. What do you mean, episode one? No, <laughs> no, episode two was scary as shit because there you was nothing going on. I don't care. It was I'm scary. You, it was better. You were in the it sounds corner. better. It, it sounds better than it was. Yeah, it's just I have like it on my phone. Yeah. If the first one was sounded horrible, we, we hang up. It was like, but oh, the God, first- this should be awful. And then we listened to it. And it was like, oh, it's actually okay. And then the second one, like, this is just even worse because we're all hungover. We're tired. And then we li- and then I listened to it. And I was like, oh, well, it's really not that bad. Well, it's fuck. not that bad. So Can as long we- as we bash it in the middle of the episode. It turns just, out okay. You had to put a disclaimer, <laughs> an asterisk. Yeah. Uh, but no, it actually didn't sound that bad from what I listened to. I haven't listened to the whole thing. Can we do, like, for whatever Saturday we're not, like, together, can we just do, like, reruns? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. That's why you have iTunes, bitch. <laughs> oh, okay, I was about to say, can we just, we're going to upload this video again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works, really. <laughs> It'll just be funny. Or no, right, we'll, just we'll split start episode and half. We'll, yeah, no, we'll start. We'll start right here, and we're just like, I'm just not feeling it today. For the last two hours, guys, you're gonna listen to the first two hours of our last podcast, <laughs> and then we'll do commentary on yeah. the last. Podcast. <laughs> we're gonna do commentary, so it's gonna be like commentary over commentary. Yeah, we can do that. Commentary within commentary. Yo, dog, I heard you like commentary. Put some commentary in your commentary. And just be like, what hey, I'm talking I'm... about here is the last time when we did this. We'll, we'll put subtitles. <laughs> Caption contests, <laughs> just pictures, <laughs> just captions. I don't know what the fuck this is. Oh my god! We'll repost it with pictures. Mm. 
So I'm ready for the this Dr. weekend. Seuss edition. I'm definitely ready for this weekend. Yeah. I'm only playing on one team this year. Oh, yeah? That's yeah, instead of, like, two or three. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, I... I've, I refed sand soccer one year because, as the listeners know, that's one of my jobs is I referee soccer. Yeah. I refereed soccer or uh, sand soccer. Kids. I refereed sand soccer one year, and it was just terrible. Like, I just stuck. I sat on one field all day and refed these games, and I did not see anybody I knew. Like, that was, like, half the fun of sand oh, soccer. Yeah. It's like you go play your game. Like, even if I have, like, six or seven games in a weekend, I go play my game, and then I walk around. I always run into people I know and on the boardwalk. Yeah, and then I'll go watch other games or whatnot. And you just you know some like I know so many people through soccer and stuff like yeah. that. I just I'll run into people, so that was like half the fun. But when I was refing on Saturday, I was stuck in a field all day, completely hungover, and it was just rough. <laughs> like I was just like, these kids suck. And then I had to do it again Sunday. The only perk about Sunday was I actually got to ref college girls. Oh. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was like... I'm sorry, this isn't uniform. You need to go put on a bikini top, sweetheart. I mean, the most of them wore bikinis. It was just like, uh, you know, like JMU Club versus ECU Club and so on. And I was like, well, this sucks, but at least I have something to look at. And I just felt like yeah. a pervert, but whatever. They're all my age, so it wasn't that bad. It makes it kind of hard to catch all the... Uh any fouls? <laughs> she kicked me in the eye. It's, um, I, I'm telling you, like, good. No, it's it, it's nothing like refing like outdoors. Like sand soccer, you sit on a like all. You know how the lifeguards have their stand where they sit up. Oh, you sit I up like that. I don't. I'm not on the sit on the tennis stand. Yeah. looking the game. Exactly. That's exactly that how we referee sand dude. soccer. I mean, it sucks, but because it, but it's so easy. The only time I get down from my stand is when I'm refing like adult league men's games. When yeah, most people's they're they just go out there and they're like, if they don't win the first game, because generally you have to win all three games to move on to the next round. Yeah. If they don't win their first game, the next two games are just like, we're going to drink and we're just going to try to fight somebody. Yeah. And they just don't care, especially that third game that means nothing to them. They're just like, how can I piss somebody off and fight somebody? And those games you have to get down and break up fights and stuff. And it's, it just sucks. And I'm just like, I just decided after that year, I'm never refing again. So. This year. Now you're one of the guys getting pissed drunk and fighting people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I actually got kicked out of a game. Um, <laughs> um, this is actually when I was in high school. I was in high school playing in my friend's uh, brother's adult league team. So it was like me, uh, my friend, and the um, another friend like that we all went to high school with. And then everybody else was like, you know, around their like mid 20s to like mid about 30 like, you know around 30 it was just yeah. all adults like we yeah. were just not in the right place and for somehow some way this kid like we were just playing soccer and this guy like full grown man falls but then he falls in front of me like he trips over the sand like there's not even a ball around he just trips over the sand falls like between my legs and as he's trying to get up like he his head is in my crotch so i'm just sitting there like teabagging him and i <laughs> i stick my hands up like up in the air like I'm not doing anything, and he's trying to get up, but he keeps putting his head in my crotch. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And all of a sudden, out from the sideline, this brother, like, comes, like, full Braveheart mode. Just like, <laughs> not my brother! <laughs> like, I kid you like not. A giant broadsword lops no, on your like, head. No, like, it was the crazy... I'm like, I'm like 17 years old at the time, and he's just like, get off my brother, or something like that. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is going to go down. So he has like this full running start about to like try to swing at me. Like once I like throw his brother away, like out of my legs, and he like, I duck his punch, 
And then all of a sudden, my friend's older brother comes in after I duck his punch and sticks him in his nose and breaks his nose. Damn. And then it was just from out there. It was just bench-clearing brawl, people, like, throwing punches <laughs> and stuff. And it was just, like, nonsense. And then finally the referee was, like, after it was all said and done and we cleared all the other bloody guys out and stuff like that. And it was, like, some other guy. He's like, dude, I'm too hungover for this. And it was just, like, started handing out red cards. And I was like... Why did you red card me? Like, the guy tried to swing at me. Why am I getting red carded? He's like, I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) You looked like you were guilty. (laughs) Fuck. I'm like, dude, like, he fell between my legs and, like, tried to get up, and I was just, like, sticking my nuts in his back of his forehead or something. I was just. You should have just been like, the dude was trying to give me head. I didn't want nothing to do with it. And his brother was. Like, I didn't know. Like, and it was so funny because the ball was on the other side of the field. I just wanted to cuddle. He's trying to get And, like, I mean, they had the ball, but he was running down the sideline, and I was defending him, and he just trips over sand, and he just falls between my legs i'm like i stick my hands up i'm like oh what are you doing and he's just like i can't get up i'm like yeah my legs are my nuts are fucking there (laughs) uh it was it was a fucking mess but it was awesome i was like um you get a lot of fights killian what the fuck's wrong with you i I really don't know dude i don't ever get any fights i get real close you need to be more passive man (laughs) i see that's the thing passive i just want to stab someone in the eye and josh to go don't yeah, we had that incident this weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to go into that. that I was, do. Fuck him. <sighs> that was that was you. You don't listen to the right band. You're not a real metalhead. Yeah, that was. What the fuck are you retarded. talking about, you dumb stick? Oh, uh, that's funny because I I made a comment to one of my friends last night at the show, and I was like, yeah, that's why I wore a blank T-shirt to shows now because I feel like if you wear a band T-shirt, like no matter what, somebody's going to judge you. Somebody's going to judge you for the band that's on your T-shirt. And yeah, I'm like, because people like they're people are so closed-minded like, about music now. You listen to you listen to Mudvayne. Yeah. Fuck you! Like that guy yeah, got was, shitty for no fucking reason. Yeah, right off bat. Right, was, a, right off the bat, as soon as his his little his his older sister goes in the other room to clean the hookah. She comes, he comes in there and goes, seriously, what the fuck are you doing here? And we're like, uh, she invited us over to smoke hookah, so we're here smoking hookah. And he goes, and I was like, I, well, I said, uh. You said party. I said, we're, I said, we're here partying. He goes, wrong fucking answer. And I'm like. So like, dude got straight hostile. Dude, dude. he got dude, pissed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, I'm like, we, we had just come from the club, so I'm still in party mode, kind of. And he's and I'm like we're here to I'm like we're partying. He goes wrong fucking answer. And then he goes uh, we're just chilling. He goes oh that's better. Like and he's like and he saw the mud vape. He had a Josh had a mud vape shirt. He's like what the fuck, dude? That's not a real metal. Like he's getting real shitty about the bands. With do you listen yeah. to this band? Uh, no. Oh, what the, the, the only positive thing he's he like, said about either one of us is that he noticed my Lamb of God tattoo. He's well, what fu- bands was he naming? Do you the know? Fucking bands that I don't even know. Yeah. They, fucking, they're fucking thrash. A, they're all thrash hardcore bands. Yeah, yeah. He, he thinks he's a real dude, real yeah, metalhead. Yeah, those and fucking 19. I, I, I've, I've hung out with some of those guys that are like really big into their hardcore scene, and that's he's, all they listen to, and then that's what they think like he, everybody I mean, should like Josh, I like dig Josh it, said. but I've got fucking, you know, 900 other bands that I listen like to. Like Josh said, like Josh said, the kid's 19, so he's still in high school mode where you have to be part of a specific clique, and if you don't listen to the right band you're not in that click 
So he's still in click mode of high school. That's I, I was oh, I was ready to fucking hit him because wow. he was like staring I, I me down. I would have said something. I would have gladly stood up and said, "I listen it, to drop it's, it's not my house, <laughs> right? If if no, now if we yeah. now listen, I if, li- listen. If we, we were, were in the, his house, if we, if we were at the club. It, I would have not – Josh couldn't have got me to slow down. Like I was ready to go off on him, okay. but it was his house. His dad was asleep, and he, his older sister was in the other room. So he, I – that's how oh, I – you were at a house. I thought you were at yeah. like a hookah no, bar. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. no we, we left to their the house. club and went to went to their house. If, if we were at the club still, he would have gotten – Decked, yeah. Because you don't fucking talk to guys like like other guys like that, and not expect to get fucking decked out. Like c- calling people posers and saying that they don't listen to the right music. This isn't high school, bitch. Shut the fuck. Yeah, and he up. tells me Mudvayne fucking sucks. You know that was my first tattoo. Mudvayne, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's got more than one Mudvayne tattoo. Yeah, like it's his favorite band, and you're gonna sit there and shit talk him like that, like to his face. I don't. I don't care what you think. But you don't shit talk a band that I like to my face. And then just, shit talk and, you for liking yeah, that band. You know, you have no right. You do not know, you know, why I like that band. You know, I've I've got, like, real specific core reasons for liking Mudvayne so much. And... Fuck that shit. They, right, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> he got douchey uh, just, super quick. Yeah, the, the, those kind of guys annoy me. I'm just, but it's whatever. I mean, if you, but like uh, I said, it's, it's but, he's still in that high school mentality where you have to listen to this kind of music, and then you don't, if you don't, then you're not in our little group. Th- this yeah. is all he listens to is like hardcore and rap, probably. Yeah, it's, it's, like, those, it's like those kids now that yeah, think they kids, know metal so so much oh my, yeah, I, all love metal. I love listening to guys who are like I listen to a day to remember I like to listen to me- metal yeah. like dude do you really like I listen to uh, you know uh, what is it like City Lights or whatever I listen yeah. to, you know I'm just like dude that's like pop punk okay that's not even close to metal like that's if you I just yeah, like you have no idea what it. you're talking about and they're like the only metal band they can usually name is like Suicide Silence well I listen yeah. to some Suicide Silence I'm like I bet you don't even listen to Suicide Silence and you they're just, fucking they're like they're just like one of the biggest named hardcore bands yeah, exactly well I wouldn't say they're more like thrash metal kind of in the, the thrash core yeah like I mean it's loosely based hardcore yeah I'm yeah, like, I mean, when, I, when I think of hardcore, I think of like stuff like um, H2O or Comeback yeah. Kid. Like, yeah. it's like where their roots, the like the, the hardcore roots come from hardcore punk. Yeah, and that's where the roots come from, and it's just, it's like, and then you had that punk genre, and those guys kind of took it to like a very more angry yeah. like metal, not just fast, but like a more angry like darker side and then then you had people who took that hardcore punk genre and they kind of implemented metal and it was just hardcore kind of and that's where i I mean you just you got so many different genres you got the the hardcore you got the the thrash core you got grindcore you've got death metal black metal you know i mean there's just an infinite amount of like different like sub genres and stuff yeah but, but it's all like you would you know, you go from one spectrum to the other. You would not know it's all the same. It's all I metal. Mean, yeah, you just you got to understand like that genre's roots and stuff. And when I listen, when I think of hardcore, like that's where I think of like hardcore that came from like hardcore punk. Yeah, 
Well, you got to chase the uh, trace the roots of it yeah. to understand why the music is the way it is. But most people just blindly follow whatever is popular at the time. So whatever their group of people listen to is what they listen to. Yeah, but like it's, like I was saying though, the main reason that I won't say you know I was keeping it you know level and everything well, was out of well, respect out of respect for his sister. Not for him, because he showed us no respect the entire time we were there. It's not my house. Yeah, it's not, it's not our house, so I would have left, because it's not my house, and I was being disrespected. But she invited us. Me as friends, me being. I mean, and, and, and it would, you know, he had a group of like four or five people in the living room when we walked in. We walk in with her and then another dude that we met at the club. So it was four of us walking in, one of which lives there. Yeah. And so we walk in there. Who the fuck are all these people? The first thing he says to us, who yeah. the fuck are all these people? You got four people sitting in the living room, and we're you know three people coming in. You're gonna give like you're gonna get shitty with us out of the like yeah. And then the first thing he does when she goes in there, sees the hookah, and goes and goes back inside to clean it because they had a back porch. We're sitting on the back porch, or and uh, she goes back inside to clean. It and he goes, he comes out there and slams the door shut. What the fuck are you two? What are, the fuck are you guys doing here? Seriously, seriously, what are you doing here? See, had had I been there, I, I mean, I would not have been confrontational because that's just not my nature, yeah. like physically. But I would definitely have opened up a major discussion, like, and just broke him down verbally. Like he would have tried to is list with his type. As soon as you get any verbal aggressive like that, they're going to automatically he's go to immediately going to turn it physical. I understand yeah. that, but he's I would I, I, I would have I would have left it. Like I, I would have handled it to the point where I, because I've been in that situation before, and I would have like seriously opened up a huge discussion about what he thinks he listens to, and how it, it and it all. It's yeah. so funny because I've been in this situation before. Like it's funny when I start reciting, like discussing stuff and like you know history and music and roots and stuff, and I'm like we're talking about hardcore and metalcore and stuff like that, and I'm wearing my button or my collared shirt, and they're completely taken back yeah. because I don't wear my backwards backwards fitted black band t-shirts some you know cargo like khaki pants or camouflage like shorts or black vans like i don't fit their like the description or their bill of what i should listen to and then i've or this because and then i just not wearing their clerks that's what i'm saying and then i just go off on this argument and i just like completely bash his theory on why he listens to what he listens to and i just spit information and then to the point where they're just so taken back they can't even argue with him anymore i mean if you if you actually look at the artists that they're list they listen to you know you, they'd realize that like yeah it's not a uniform that everybody wears it's just what people are comfortable with like um the red fang everybody in that band dresses about the same way you do it's a little bit more dumbed down yeah but it's pretty much the same way you do and then um Jamie Josta from fucking Hatebreed mm-hmm. he dresses as like straight gangster gear yeah you know he's always wor- rocking the the flat bill uh, yeah. with the uh, sure. uh, but to me that kind of fits I mean not quite but it kind of fits the description because yeah. I, I put I put like Capri in that like tough guy music yeah whether it's like they're not singing but they're not yelling they're yeah. just kind of talking loudly <laughs> but I mean that, like that's one of those phone. that's one of those big you know those big names yeah too. yeah I know I definitely understand there's a bunch of like agnostic front and stuff like that that yeah. are in that kind of genre it's like yeah 
terror, fucking hardcore terror, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know. Yeah, you know, and you look at him like even Suicide Silence. I saw him on stage, black pants and a tank top. A lot of people are wearing tank tops now. Yeah, but I mean like, that's, that's a, that's that's a new like, trend. That was just like straight up how he dressed. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like, I, I just think it's funny, like because. I just, yeah, I, I don't understand it either. Why somebody has to dress a certain way to listen to a certain music. High school. Or, yeah. It's all high school. It's, it's, it's what I call the high people school mentality. never come out of high school. And what it is is when you go into college, a lot of times that high school mentality is still with a lot of people. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Because they're afraid, they're afraid to branch out and be yeah. an individual. Um, which is interesting because most people who go away to college, like – in college, it's tend to be like naturally, like natural progression. If you're going to college, yeah. you're tend to going to be more liberal. Even at the conservative colleges, yeah. you're going to be more progressive and open minded than the usual. You know, well, but I'll they, say this though: that there's some I can't remember where the quote was from. It says, uh, "Show me a young man who's not a liberal, and I'll show you someone without a heart. Show me an old man who's not a conservative, and I'll show you a man without a brain." Yeah, so. Man. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I understand it. Yeah, <laughs> so but it's usually when you to go to college, that, so many people are like you're just meeting so many different diverse people. I would say most people in college like they they don't care. They they hang out with everybody. They talk to everybody. That's my experience, and that's me talking to other people who had their experience at different colleges yeah. out of state. Like most people are pretty open minded. They're not clickish when you get to college. You're when you get to college, you're out of that phase. For I would say ninety percent of the people. I don't know. Most of the college kids I've met like. They're just, frat boys, yeah. Like all the all the frat whoa, kids, whoa, yeah. Frat, frat boys, and I sorority frat, sisters. Yeah. I don't exactly. I, I don't. I will say sorority sisters are a slightly different level for the most sororities that the ones I've come and encountered. Frat boys, for sure. Most frats are just like. Yes, those are like, you know, the, the, the guys who played football in high school and stuff like that. Like, I understand those are douchebags. I don't I, for the most part. I don't I don't need to pay for friends. All you frat guys out there have fun paying thousands of dollars a semester to have friends. I don't need that. Right. But sororities, on the other hand, I've experienced most of them are getting together for like the the greater good of themselves like they're pushing each other to have good grades and like resources and stuff in college and also most sororities nowadays are based around um a certain branch of like helping people like like our cousin fallon like her sorority is based around autism i believe or is it breast cancer one of the two fallon and autism well, I don't know. It's one of the I can't remember. It's either breast cancer or autism. Like, and they're both very like they. That's what they focus on. That's where all their charity work and stuff goes is to helping that that group. And that's what a lot of uh, of sororities are doing. Like, they have that one specific thing that they're trying to help. And that seems to be sororities seem to be so much better than the frat. Well, I will say this: I went to tech with a girl, uh, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the weekend, and we in that time we went to a couple parties. We went into two frat houses and two sorority houses. The sorority houses are all nice, clean, look like community center type things, like very well kept, very nice yeah. places. 
And then you go to the frat houses, and it's fucking holes in the wall, and shit's laid out on the table. Yeah, because like, it's a bunch of drunk, cocky guys. And there's the different, and the biggest difference is there's nobody watching the guys. There's no like it wasn't a yeah. they didn't have a like they had a sorority mom or whatever they call them like the the people that the yeah there's the older soror- people who are not sorority go- mother and then the sorority sisters and then there's the frat brothers. That's it. Yeah, there's no supervision on the guy, and there's a bunch of supervision, and it looked like a fucking, like, well-kipped center. Now, granted, the difference probably, like, one of the biggest difference in the quality of how well it was kept is the sorority house, that one of the sorority houses, that that one that she went to, is on campus, whereas this frat house is on frat row, Yeah, you know, Greek row, whatever. But still, I mean, it's it's the same reason, like, in a lot of colleges – Another girl I dated, she they kept for longest. Uh, they would alternate guys, girls, guys, girls on the floors. Like they had intermingled things. Yeah. But the reason they didn't want them on the same floor is because guys trashed the bathrooms and girls would have a fucking aneurysm. Yeah. So they tried it the first semester where they let them all stay on the same floor and stay together, like door dorm room to dorm room to dorm room, but. They realized real quick that the guys could, did not give a fuck about the, how well kept the bathrooms are, and the chicks would freak the fuck out. Yeah. So, I think that just translated over to the frat house that I, especially the one, the one was really bad. It had like, I couldn't imagine cooking anything in that kitchen. There were shoes in a sink. <laughs> there was busted. Uh, pictures of all the past frat houses and half of them were on the table and half of them were on the wall and there's glass everywhere like the you look at the wood paneling in the floor like in the floor oh god it just and the whole thing just reeked it was yep, just sounds like, like I, frat house I, yeah i believe it i can't even imagine living in that fucking place oh god it was awful i don't know what the fuck is wrong with dudes but i keep my shit at least somewhat uh we are not tidy creatures. I am. I have piles of shit, but it's all organized. This is a pile of this kind of shit. This is the shit this over is here. Tuesday shit. This is, this is, <laughs> this is Thursday shit. This is, if you ask me where anything is, I can tell you exactly where it is. It's in that pile of shit over there. <laughs> yeah. It's in that corner. This corner has this kind of shit. Don't look for it in there. It won't be in there. That shit is over there. That's how I organize my shit is in piles of other shit. <laughs> it's not It's not clean, but it's not it, – it, there is a, a method to the madness. Well, I would say, I mean, there's definitely like, there's like, one thing is being messy as far as like stuff being everywhere, and there's another thing being messy as far as just like hygiene is concerned. Whether yeah, like, different like, conversation completely. I don't like to be like. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I t- for my room specifically, like. I pretty much use my room as like a storage closet. Like I just have yeah. stuff. I pretty much just sleep there, and that's the only time I spend in my room. Yeah, it's okay. pretty much how my room is. That's at this like point. I said. Like I store my stuff. I wake up, get Big dressed, difference. leave. I don't come back into my room until you know I I'm done with the evening. Like I get undressed, go back to bed. But then um, there's some people like, specifically, like Dan was saying with the frat houses, they're just messy as far as like they don't wash anything, they don't yeah. clean anything. There's just like that nasty kind of odor there's like that stickiness to the floor and you're just like dude you know wipe up mop or just don't be so dirty you know wash a dish or two (laughs) 
You have a dishwasher. It's the you know twenty first century. Yeah, so call her up and then. <laughs> yeah, call up your dishwasher. <laughs> Tell her to come over. And the funny thing is, in college, just to feel cool, the girls will do that. Not later, but you know, freshman, sophomore year, oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they want to feel cool with the the frat houses and stuff. That the ones that they hang out with, they probably would. I believe it. I I know girls. There was a um. I'm that one was right up there I, I, with I your cheerleader. I comment. don't. I don't want to like. This is not me. I'm gonna say it though on air. I'm gonna say. Well, Dan's not here to hear it, but um, He'll one of hear the, it next week. Yeah, one of the sayings I I've heard. Um, this isn't me now, but my experience at ODU was alpha fee all for free. Mm. And I'm just like. Uh, and then you start going down the list of girls that are there and stuff like, and it's sad because a couple of my friends were in Alpha Phi and whatnot. I'm just like, I'm sorry, but the shoe fits. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of. I'm not saying at other colleges, just my limited two year experience at ODU. Fucking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That whole conversation was right on par with your cheerleader comment from the first episode, though. <laughs> Go play a real sport. <laughs> like cheerleading. Dude, that popped in my head earlier this week, and I, like, out of nowhere, just started busting. I wasn't even... I was just, like, listening to, like... I don't know, it was like corn or something, and then I heard that in my head, and I just like busted out laughing and covered my face and just pounded my forehead into the machine. I'm just like, like everybody was like just staring uh, at me. Like, yeah, I it's, it's probably a good thing we don't have that many listeners because I would be definitely be hated by the. Oh, yeah. You know, you have some hate coming to what you say now. <laughs> just, just, just be glad you weren't here for it. Yeah. Well, we had a comment about the dishwasher, like calling up your dishwasher to come over, but. Um, <laughs> jo- jo- I, I'll allow it. Jo- Josh was bringing up from our first podcast when I was like, "Yeah, they should just play a real sport like cheerleading." Hey, that was one of the best comments we've had on this podcast. Don't fucking rack it. I know. I, it's just funny. Like, it's probably a good thing we don't have. I was saying it's yeah. Like, because of we the limited listeners we have, I don't have that much hate mail coming to me. Yeah. Yet. Well, if someone. The well, people, for the, the people, podcast, the listen, anyway. The listeners that are going to be the listeners that are going to have these ones are going to be the ones that are our friends anyway, and they'll understand that we're not being serious. <laughs> they'll understand that it's jokes. It is a joke. Yeah. So, regardless of how I feel, and if people and if people later on we have when we have millions and millions of listeners, uh, backtrack into this one. <laughs> Someone, shut up! Shut up! It's it's gonna this happen. Motherfucker just did like four lines of coke on the toilet or something. <laughs> hey, it's been a long day, man. I need something to kick the when, gear up. When we get that big, the producer's gonna be like, "Yeah, we can sign you and stuff, but that you got a guy. Yeah. You're just gonna have to cut him." He's, that, he's, he's we've too, checked out some of the backlogs. This yeah, is not going to work. He's just not going to work with that guy. He's got he's just, his comments, and he's too polarizing. He just doesn't like women. <laughs> he seems to really have a disdain for women. Maybe that's why he doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> that That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> that makes too many jokes. I don't mean any of them, but they're funny. You keep fag bashing your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> no homo. <laughs> it's out of love, no homo. <laughs> no homo. Oh, man. Just because I say I love you doesn't mean I'm going to cuddle. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's incest now. That's not homo. <laughs> that's a whole different ball game. That's when our family You're getting tree- legal matters involved. <laughs> that's when our family tree starts to like branch in on itself. <laughs> <laughs> it curves back in. Yeah, like and it goes to a straight line. Like For all- generations this has been exploding and now you sudden implosion on the on the branch. <laughs> Why does your family tree look like that? Uh well you Why know does your tr- family tree look like a fucking spike in the ground just thunk, straight. <laughs> I don't want to hunt cousins. It doesn't look like a tree. It more it looks like more of like a bush. <laughs> it's like a bump in the road. <laughs> wow, well, my family tree looks like an oak. Yours looks like a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new family. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Can we talk about West Virginia? <laughs> Would that offend it's, someone? They, they don't have fucking iPhones and iPads. They can't so listen to this podcast yeah, anyway. Yeah, There's such, nar- such a narrow demo- uh, demographic with uh, West Virginians. I don't think they have the internet the, yet in West yeah, Virginia. technology. So I don't care. Yeah. No, 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 you do care. Do? That girl, um, the, the one always waits on us. Yeah. At, uh, the, yeah. 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 West Virginia. Yeah, I know. Amex. I was there for that conversation too. You guys Amex, ever, yeah. you guys ever watch that documentary on no. Netflix about the whites? Wild yes. West, yes. West Virginia. <laughs> that is horrifying. Oh my God. See, what, see what I mean by no one's going to know how to work an iPod in fucking West Virginia? That's why exactly. they know how to work some That's pills so... on a hospital bed, <laughs> right? Like I'm in jail because I tried to shoot my uncle because he wouldn't give me some crack. <laughs> yeah, That's family drama. That should be on Jerry. <laughs> Jersey Shore on heroin. You out of Portsmouth? You've seen this shit before. Well, that's true. Hell, I've been to Portsmouth. I've I've seen it. I don't even live there. There, There's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty of that going on in Portsmouth. Lots of that. You're you're in the better part of it, and still bad. Somewhere around here in church, on some spot known as uh, Crack Alley. I don't know where it is, but apparently it's nearby. It's not that far from here. I believe you. <laughs> is that, made is a that, drop out there is that like night. a genuine question? Do we no, need to take no. a trip? I, I mean, are you guys? We're gonna have a field trip <laughs> next are you, week. Are you trying to get your fix? I mean, well, you know, is he made a drop out there last night? <laughs> I, I, I need. Well, why don't you get it to me before they cut it with bullshit baking soda? Um, I'll just make that one of my round trips. I want lines. I, I want lines. Yeah, I, want, I don't want before rocks. I, we, before we do pregame. <laughs> We could do shots, or we could just record the sound of <laughs> as we run on the table. You know, oh, at this oh, progression um, rate, um, random, completely random. You know, uh, oh my do that. god, we don't uh, do that here. This is very specific. Hughes, uh, the guy who played in uh, Men in Black, the white guy, Tommy Lee Jones. That was the old white guy that was was with him the whole time. K. No, not Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, uh, Ray, was it Ray? The, the, the old white guy that ran MIB. Is that who you're talking about? I think that's so. Uh, yeah, I think that might be him. Fuck. Zorn? Or Z- Z- I don't remember, dude. I don't know, but one of them, one of them, um, it's not Tommy Rip Lee Jones. Huh? Rip Torn? Rip Torn? Is that him? Was it Rip Torn? Yeah. Um, that was the guy who was ran. I, don't yeah. know, it, I thought it was like something Hughes or something. Was it Dodgeball? Uh, I don't. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's Rip Torn. That was the same guy. Okay, it's not him. I can't remember. All right, whatever. Well, then the story's pointless (laughs) if I don't know who the guy is. I just know some guy who played in uh, Men in Black was like, um, is now like just quiet, checked himself into rehab. 
They didn't say that's a new not, fad. Not not because of alcohol. He just because he cannot stop snorting lines. Like he's just as soon as he started, like he's just completely addicted to like just snorting lines. He needs to hang out with. Not because of the drugs. Like and the way he described the way it was described to me is because it, not because of the drug itself. Just he's infatuated with the idea of you know snorting stuff up his nose so get him some pixie sticks and let him <laughs> come out like that was like i they can't be accurate that's at all so it's so, such an easy cure <laughs> i don't know like so as far as our listeners go don't quote oh, me on that. that i i know how to stop that like straight up we that did it to right. our friend in high school well i don't know i don't know if dave uh if dan was there maybe but um i remember it was, it was probably the one of the most painful things I've seen involved with the nose. Um, I know the no, I know who the guy is, but it's it, what's his real name? Rip Torn. No, that's not that. That's not. There's him. no Hughes in here. Then I I all right. So then this whole this whole was it in uh, the first one or was it in another whatever? One? I I was told through another unreliable source this whole thing has been debunked. So just forget everything I just told you. Yeah. He's fucking lying. To get someone to stop snorting shit, get them to snort Altoids. Like, crush up Altoids, like one regular one and a cinnamon one, and they will never snort anything ever again. Either that or crushed up pretzels. That just sounds terrible. Yeah, I I got my friend to do both. (laughs) Back in high school. You're a terrible friend. (laughs) Yeah. I survived somehow. I gave him five bucks. It's like that episode of South Park when they had Kenny doing all kinds of fucked up shit, and then they did a TV show with it. Yeah. <laughs> Go inside the vagina of the bus driver. So he went up in there and fucking suffocated. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Uh. So what are we going to do this weekend? Okay, what oh, are you guys no. doing? I know what I'm doing. For all the, for everybody out there who may listen to this, probably not in time. Because by the time you listen to it, over the weekend will be yeah, over. Yeah, I'm posting it on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, but whatever. I'm going to Sand Soccer. I have a hotel room down there. I'm not going to tell you the hotel room because I don't want random knocks on my door. He's going to have like 50 chicks lined I'm, up with bats. I'm, yeah, with and like, bikinis. No, 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 no there'll be field hockey sticks. No. <laughs> All the girls that line up are probably going to be looking a little butch. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, a lot of them here past killing. Tend, they tend to <laughs> the ones that tend to be offended, but. Whatever, we're not going there. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play at Sand Soccer. I have a hotel down there, and we're gonna party Friday night, Saturday night, and maybe Sunday night because I have the room for Sunday. So I usually end up at Lunacy because that I just it's a good time. But whatever. I don't know any clubs down there. I don't know any anything near. The I mean, I know there's a couple bars. Like we go to usually go to Abbey Road for dinner. And, you know, get get beers and semi decent. Food, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty generic food, in my opinion. Any bar food is semi decent well, no, when you're drunk. Abbey Road's like an actual restaurant, and the, the whole restaurant is themed yeah. about obviously yeah. the Beatles. But oh, I never saw that shit come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Abbey Road. Abbey Road's pub. What? What? What is that? No way. Don't worry. The phone will listen to us in a minute and tell us. Yeah, right. But it's been blasting all night. <laughs> 
Let's have do, a whole fucking thing. Should we say woo? Do we have yeah. any listeners at this point? I don't know. You tell me, Dan. I'm the curious. thing isn't picking up many. It, it did pick up and say four. So, but it but it seems <laughs> it seems four. four. It seems to be on like a. I know of more. It than seems that. to be on I'm like a, three of us have downloaded at least one other. John, <laughs> and John, Adam, uh, Captain Redbeard. Oh yeah. It, it seems to be on like a week long delay on when it picks this shit up. Mm. So the first episode said four the other day. Four downloads, which I, I know has right. been more than that. I can't be right. Yeah, because like I said, Adam, John, Captain Redbeard downloaded it. I downloaded it. You downloaded it. And like I said, the first the first day it was uh, <clears throat> the first day it said one download when three of us had downloaded it. <laughs> Anyways, my phone has been getting these tropical storm warning updates all day, and I just want to throw it across the room. Probably should. Like I just that way, yeah. I just so we can make it like quieter. I understand. Like I think I know by like the twelfth message warning that my phone gives me that a tropical storm is coming to our area, and not even today. <laughs> I know, like so. I don't know. It, it's just slightly annoying. That's why I said, yeah, I had mine that was doing that originally, but I turned it to not tell me when there was. I went into the app and turned that shit off. I don't want you to tell me. You know, it's I, funny. Like, I'll pull I, up the I, app when I want to see what it is. I, I don't yeah. even need to watch the news or, like, the weather channel or anything like that to know what's going on. I just check my Facebook page, and then that just tells me you everything. You have 30 people spamming about it. Oh, my God. A storm's coming. Everybody keep oh. there. Oh, no. <laughs> the, there's some big country concert's going to get rained out. Oh, no. My night's ruined. I'm like... Apparently a tropical first world problems. Yeah, first world problems. <laughs> I can't go listen to some c- pop country. I mean, what shitty country? You mean pop Probably. music? Yeah, okay. Pop music with a southern accent. Yeah, and they all sound the same. And then wonder pop why pop music I can't from Tennessee. It. <laughs> it's all the same. It all sounds the same. It pisses me off. They got that same twang in the guitar, and it's got that same old southern accent. What like, I don't uh, care like, and what they're like singing about and stuff. Like it's just the songs are just. Pretty generic poppy it's sound. It's one of three things. Least, least, my girl left me. My truck died, and my dog uh, ran away. Yeah. Like whatever it is, it's or, the same or, shit. Or drinking beer. Like that's the only other one. But yeah. loco. I have. True story. True story. I've never listened to that song. I only know that line because everybody recites it. I've yeah, never, I know. I've never. I was the same way for like it. five months. I didn't hear it, and then somebody played it right in front of me. I'm like, I want to leave. Let me leave. Let me leave it. I, I, I want to die. You know, my expectations were really high for that song, right? Because like, let's have a party. It was what? Uh, it's like the most mellow party song ever. Two years ago. Right? <laughs> like you should definitely listen to Andrew WK. Listen <laughs> right? to Andrew WK and then LMFAO and then tell me that song is still cool. Yeah. Like, like fuck well, off. That's not a party I mean, song. Yeah. Like it was like not that long ago. My sister showed me a picture of someone holding a, a red solo cup and yeah. she was laughing about it. I was like. Why is that funny? Yeah, okay. And she's like, it's a red solo cup. I was like, uh, cool. Check out college life they, for like the past 30 they, years has been based around this red, red solo, solo cup. cup has been like the center of attention at every kegger. It is a staple <laughs> of a party. It doesn't even have to be a kegger. It could just be your like, you know, that's just yeah. your dishes in a, yeah. you know, your typical college house. Like that's what I use for dishes, paper like, plates yeah. and solo cups. <laughs> well, welcome to bachelor life, kids. Right? Yeah, and then you get married, 
And she's like, where's all your fucking utensils and shit? It's where, like, where, um, we your, haven't bought any this week. Uh, <laughs> where's your, uh, your, your china? My mother's coming over. I think I stuffed it in that, that cabinet over the fridge that no one's opened in, tw- in 10 years. That my mom gave me all the shit when I moved out and I didn't need it. Or the one no one ever opens. Towels. Just as a disclaimer, though, I'm not saying all country music is bad. I am. I will say all country music that you hear on the radio is terrible. Like that's, yeah, that's very true. Okay. Because that is it's, just pop, generic Yeah, it's crap. all generic. I will say, if you've ever listened Bubble to gum any, country. and I've gone on rants about this, if you've ever listened to any Brad Paisley's instrumental stuff, I yeah. guess stuff that just does not have, like... Obviously, it's instrumental. It doesn't have lyrics, but like, because he puts at least a few tracks. Like, my favorite one is his play album. It has a handful of songs that actually have like lyrics and whatnot. But on his play album, like all that stuff, like Brad Paisley is amazingly talented, and he shows it. You yeah. know, like, and in in that play album, you can see like where all his um influence, like all the diverse influences that go into his songwriting. It's not just country you yeah. know it's like hey i listen to some actual pop some hip-hop some like classical music some like kind of folky bluegrass stuff like some blues and jazz kind of bass stuff like it's just some rock stuff like it's just so diverse in his play album and i was just i really got into it like it doesn't even need words to yeah. Like, interesting. Well, that's how music should be is just and that's what i'm saying like there are some country artists out there that are at like that play that kind of stuff but they never get on the radio at least those songs don't get on the radio it's because they're not popular because they're not what people what people are told that's what's supposed to be good you know so yeah, if, yeah. It, if that doesn't make you sick it's the most selling genre of any other genres is country country yes of any other of any other genre music country sells out has a higher sales rate than any other one more than pop yes because the Sing- definition of pop, pop is pop popular, popular culture. <laughs> i'm like wait popular culture yeah but music? when you think pop you're thinking more like britney spears right, and why is that well, yeah. Timberlake. Yeah. well i mean anything yeah that's but why is that, that because all, most of the country that sells is basically pop yeah, when you so you yes. can actually kind of put those two and, in the you same know, category. Most of the hip hop CDs that are out there are actually stolen. So yeah, yeah well, <laughs> nobody really buys them. They just buy them out of the back of a car and a boot. Exactly. Bag. Yeah. Well, it's still the highest grossing genre of any of the genres by a long. It's not by a small margin. It's by a wide margin. Wow. Is country, and I think it's the same reason it's that NASCAR is the. High spectator TV. Oh, the sport. number one is definitely the number one is, most is NASCAR. Is spectator some, sport. Yeah, like more more than any college football because it's funny because when you uh, football like college stadiums and NFL stadiums, the top four out of the top five or top four out of top five largest stadiums in football are college stadiums. Yeah. So, but even then, like with that, like. NASCAR just sells out more, and their stadiums are much, much larger, and they just sell out after, like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's for whatever reason, like, they just love it, which I'll admit, yeah. I love NASCAR, I love going to Richmond, like, they're just the yeah, atmosphere it's, and it's everything, cool. it's a fun time, like, even if you're not into NASCAR, like, you don't have a yeah. driver or anything, it's exciting, the, the whole day yeah. of, like, 
you know, where you're just cooking out, like everybody's good people. Yeah. Like they're like you can just walk around and everybody's like, Come here, here's a beer, here's a plate full of food and they don't even know you. So yeah. that that part's great. And the other aspect is they don't care in there. Like I yeah. I remember one of I, I don't know if I've told you this before on air, but one of the times I walked into a NASCAR race, there was like this literally like sixteen year old boy in front of me carrying an open case of natty walks right by the cop the cop looks at him and then look starts talking back uh starts talking with the other guy that yeah, he was the cop's not there to stop every little no, no, petty crime they're uh, there to stop the only you know, yeah. mass murder <laughs> that, that's the only time like if you're like he's drunk too what are you talking about he was in the parking lot before he got on duty that's what i'm saying when the first time i saw that i was like i'm in a good place but <laughs> i want y'all to think very carefully about what y'all just stated as a whole, y'all just stated that rednecks are the driving force of the economy in this no, country. No, 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 no. No, 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 no think no, about no. it. The highest That's grossing country music. and NASCAR. I understand that they're a lot, not all NASCAR <laughs> viewers are redneck, though. I will say I know but, all, but all rednecks are NASCAR viewers. <laughs> There's That's the twist. true. But that is the twist I'm going at. But that, I feel like rednecks only make up, like, you know between half and like 65 percent of the the no i'm serious like no 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 no. like all because it's really how you describe a redneck like how you would define a redneck not all people who are country are redneck yeah not all people who are southern not all people who are southern are redneck but vice versa yes but all rednecks are southern yes but so redneck is like a I don't know if you want to put in like words of like a like music. It's like a very much a subgenre. Redneck originally was just was a, a pretty much people lived in the country that were too stupid to do anything but physical labor, yeah. like straight up physical labor. Like I'm I'm the gopher on a construction site. That would be a redneck, yeah, because they can barely operate a car. They can tear it down and put it back together, but they can't operate it. <laughs> How do you now? This hair it's junkie. basically gotten down to the point where anybody with a southern accent is a southern accent a and camouflage hat yeah. is now redneck, which that's not accurate. That's thanks hey, to Mike Hollywood and New yeah. York. Yeah, that's Yankees. true. Yankees and 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 the the whole fucking West Coast mentality. Me, uh, any, yeah. Pretty much any form of media has kind of self proclaimed anybody who's southern like a redneck. Yeah, anybody who wants that is a redneck, you know. And Trey, my friend Trey. Oh God, I'm throwing names out on the air, but <laughs> my Fuck friend, that guy. <laughs> my friend Trey, who is uh, he's conservative. He goes to a private like Christian college and stuff like that. But up in like blue, you know, Bluefield, West Virginia, or whatever. Uh, yeah. But so he, he hangs out with people, either. and all all of his friends are like they. He would get so mad when they would call him a redneck. It's like no, he likes to fish, he hunts, yeah. you know, he listens to country music. But he's definitely not a redneck. See, he's taking it wrong, though, I think. I, I mean, like, he, if somewhere, if somewhere, I grew up a little bit in the South. I didn't do a lot of redneck shit. But if someone were to call me a redneck, I'd be like, okay. I don't, like, I don't care. Well, no, I mean, it wasn't it like is, he was getting offended. It's just, he's like, he was just clarifying his interpretation. Like, that's not redneck. But yeah, everybody from the North automatically assumes anybody from the South is a redneck. It's when because that's now it's... That's well, wrong. originally redneck was a derogative term. It, 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 I, to me, it still it, is. It, yeah. See, I'm the opposite. It's just like when people call me a nerd. I am hardcore nerd. And when somebody who's not a nerd calls me it, I'm like, I am, but you don't. You don't know why I am. So 
you don't get to call me that just because you don't know why I am a nerd. I am a nerd. Yeah, it's because like, no matter what, if it's someone that does not uh, does not have the ability to relate uh, relate to you in that way, it's in a sense an insult. Well, it's just that they can't explain why they think I am a certain way. And it's, I mean, if it I, makes sense, then I'm like, yeah, okay, me, that makes sense. To me, it's ironic because he, I mean, yes, he grew up here and in North Carolina, and. But he is like that's what his uh, like he's going to school to be a journalist and to write news articles. He works. So he for will a be in California, in New York. No, 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 like not necessarily there, but like he's an uh, the chief editor for a school newspaper, and like he does all this stuff. So he is completely about grammar and punctuation, and you know, anna- like pronouncing his words correctly. Like you're mispronouncing redneck. That's what I'm saying. Like it's mm. he doesn't sound redneck by any means at all. Like he speaks better than i would say like most of the population a good majority of the population and yeah, it's and they want to automatically assume he's a redneck because he likes to fish and because he to uses the music. word y'all i don't even think he uses the word y'all i love yeah. that word it's i my is, word because of my my, my family in michigan the y words the y words they're uh they're redneck qualifiers if you do not if you do not understand those words to their full extent at any given time you cannot be called a redneck and I know yep. I, <laughs> yep. I have a full understanding yep. of these words. Well, this is what it's, I'm saying. Like, um, I don't consider you a redneck, but you yeah. fish, you hunt. Like, yeah. You did all these outdoors type things, and you're from the south. Like Even though we're not that far from the Mason-Dixie line, you're yeah. from the south. So you use words like y'all and, and yonder. And yonder and Yonder's stuff like that. Yonder's the one. But you're not a redneck in my definition. Yeah, because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to blow my thumb off with an M80 because I forgot I had to throw it. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I use I, I reckon all I the time. I reckon is one of my favorite go-to things, and that is a hardcore redneck phrase. Yeah, but reckon. does not mean you're Not redneck. I reckon, just reckon. reckon. Well, I do both. I've done both. I, when I spell it out, I, I like if I'm texting, ty- texting or typing online, I'll yeah. write out I reckon. But yeah. if I'm talking, it's usually reckon. So, yeah, it, exactly. It, it's fucking great. I love the word. And then reckon so, Bill. And, it, <laughs> and nobody calls you out on it. Who's from the south? Unless you meet somebody who's from the north. Fucking and Yankees. then you stab them. And, and then they're like, y'all reckon what? Bitch, I will cut you. Shut up. It's <laughs> slang. <laughs> yeah, it's our, it's a local slang. It's it's. I mean, I was just like smack a bitch up, smack or yeah, bitch up, <laughs> smack my bitch up, Pro- change my picture. Prodigy reference for all you EDM fans. What's up? You yeah, you. Yeah. They're not even EBM. See, that's how uneducated I am about it. I'm just learning. I'm I'm in the training phase of of techno and EDM and dancing and stuff. I'm I'm in the early stages. I don't know the shit yet. Yeah, they're not they're not even electro body music. They're actually before EBM. Okay, what is what 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 are they? Were they like original um, techno? Like I know techno is kind of no, like the they originating. They didn't they didn't go back to the original techno because the original techno was in the early '80s and it was that. Like, have you ever heard? Oh, that synth shit. Yeah, yeah. That's all it was because all they had was keyboards and some basic uh, synthetic uh, synthesizers. Yeah. And you know, the Prodigy came out and they had like beat makers and all this other different Drum machines. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what would they be labeled? Well, um, if if people were putting them in a label, since we're good at that. As far as I know, the only la- the only label I, that comes to mind is electronic, just because there is no real label for what they are. Like they could get cornered into drum and bass, but drum and bass didn't come into existence until like ten years later. Well, like that song Spitfire, they. It's like a guitar riff. Yeah, because they actually. It's like a guitar riff intro. But then they go into, like, definitely a techno electronic intro thing. It wouldn't be what people generically think of as techno, but it's not drum and bass. It's not dubstep because it existed before those. It was after techno, before EBM and drum and bass. And dubstep, so they're just pretty much just electronic. all our nerd listeners. Don't hate on me. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me some time to train. Are we talking about music? Yes. That Prodigy. Never, that that never happens on this. I know, right? Podcast. We haven't. We don't know that yet. I, I I don't really know anything about music to be honest. I've I've probably I live under a rock and I just I don't <laughs> listen to music. You listen just, to Brad Paisley and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's Brad Paisley play. Then I just I don't listen to it. I just have that one song on repeat. <laughs> you know, we're talking about electronic music, like they play up at the uh, the lounge, the club. We specifically we Prodigy. Yeah, I I understand. Like I I can tell the difference. Like I would yeah. be able to tell the difference. I don't listen to it, but I would know the difference. Yeah, and it, it's the the Prodigy is so hard to classify just because. It's one of those where it's really hard to describe, but once you compare two songs and listen to it, or just hearing one song, you're like, that's electronic, that's yeah. techno, that's dubstep, that's drum and bass, etc., etc., etc. They're considered to be one of uh, like the biggest influence into dubstep, but they're not dubstep. They're not. No. Dan, are Breathe you, is actually one of their uh, play Spitfire. Just play Spitfire because yeah, you already listed said, it. You already said it. I've never heard it. I don't listen. It's a good song. Is it gonna make me want to do like E or Acid? Definitely. <laughs> now this is dance music. This is no, dance. This is, how, how would this compare to like people, people? The lounge don't know about this. How would this compare to like club music or house music? Well, house music's more along the lines of hip hop. Right, like this is predecessor. Yeah, this yeah. this is all. This is late nineties to oh, today. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it's after techno, before EBM, and all. Yeah, that. yeah. But um, I, don't know, I mean, house music was coming around about that time. Yeah. And I, Sorry, trying I, to get the levels working. I think that's what gave them their boost because yeah. they had that good beat that could, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly, and that's all house music and stuff like that. Yeah, or even today, like even though it's like progressed and changed, like what a good beat is today would be looked at funny 10, 20 years ago like, in the early nineties. But yeah. like, they only they don't have a lot of lyrics. Well, yeah, yeah, I yeah, because it's supposed to, it's just straight beat. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it's so hard to classify them because they're like the root to so many other things, but they're not any of those things. Like I was actually, I let uh, I let a guy that like he does a lot of dancing, so he listens to a lot of music like this. He's never heard of them, and um, it was like, yeah, I could see how drum and bass would be coming from this. 
Yeah. But they're not drum and bass. No, but it's just... I've been listening to this the last couple weeks. Trying to get up on this stuff since Josh gave it to me. Because I want to learn from uh, the great Corbin uh, some pop and lock stuff. Kevin Corbo. I'm I'm not going to be doing pop and lock with Corbin. I'm not really... I mean, I'll have fun, but I'll stick with my pop punk and metal. I'm sorry. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll jam out because, like I said, like last night at the show, like I'm not stagnant at a show by yeah. any means. Like at a show, regardless, I'm I'm moving. So, and it was funny because like everybody was still standing. Reverse, like the first two sets, like you know, I time bomb and stuff, and I was just like everybody was standing there, and me and my friend Matt were just like going to town. We we're like jumping on people and like pushing each other. And we we're just, I mean, because I feel like that's regardless of how you sound. The idea is to make sure people get people Energy. up and moving. Get, get people up see. and moving. I'll if it, all, right, all right. Let me let me redefine that. Move people in many ways, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah. As long as you're moving people in some way, yeah. I can appreciate music, and I feel like that's the purpose of music. I think it would be like rude to not dance or not not dance, but like if a band is on, it's like. As far I almost as, feel obligated to move at least with the beat and bob my head a little right? bit because I, they're on I, stage and they're making the music I and know. I'm just kind of standing there. It'd be like yeah. if, if I was on stage looking, I'd be like, "Wow, fuck these guys." That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they said it a couple times. You're like, "All right, guys, I I, I want to see you guys moving for this one and that." And then like me and Matt were the only two people, yeah. and, we'd get, and we'd get like funny looks when I'm just like, "Where's the energy?" Like. I'm not saying like all their shows are like that, but this one shows. It, it's it, if I was on stage, I would be slightly offended. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's and you got at the lounge. They got DJs, and some of them can actually spin some discs. And, yeah, and I don't know the songs individually, so I don't know how well they're doing of the spinning. I just know that it's okay. it's keeping the energy right, and uh, people are still moving. Yeah, that's all I know. Yes. basically. He has a playlist, and every now and then he turns a knob and scratches a board when one song ends and the other one begins. Yeah, no, this is not that. <laughs> no, no, I understand that. Like, but it, it's amazing because of like technology and like computers and stuff. It's so much easier to become a DJ when back in the day all you had was disc jockeys. Yeah, who, they spun it. You started one track here. And then as that one's ending, you, you like, start the other one on the other you side. You start the yeah. other one inside, and you scratch it in. Or like if you wanted to play two tracks over top of each other, like to know where that record or where that spot is on that record. Like it was just so much more of like a, a craft. Well, it was it was more of a physical craft. It's there's, it's the same aspect, but you're just now. clicking a mouse because creating copy. No, it's actually a lot more than that. I was actually watching um, uh, Bar Rescue. And they had this whole this whole thing with this DJ that was oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah I saw, you that, saw that yeah it was it's a great show like it was crazy all the stuff that this dude was drilling into this DJ's head he was like you know you got to do this you got to you got to you know listen this to the beats, fucking BPMs yeah beats the, per this minute BPM is oh, yeah, I mean going down so you got to bring this one up and then you know you come in at this and then you got to do this type of song at this point, then you got to do this and this and this. I was like, no, I mean, I understand. I mean, like that job. Any, any, but that's with like any kind of craft that you have. Like, yeah. we can look at it from like an outside perspective because we aren't fully in, but like any craft that you have, you can like break it down into like critique the crap out of 
and, and that's what they yeah. were doing. Like as like a full blown DJ, like they were critiquing the crap out of it and making sure like how to perfect that craft. Yeah, you know, like I mean, that, that's what they should be doing. But uh, I, mean, I mean, like I could like spit poker jar- jargon at you and I could say broad terms that you guys would understand but then I could go into my super detailed yeah like you know you know yeah you use that no. term all the time and I like I, I think I asked you about it one time and it fucking glazed I, over my head that see like even that like would be super basic like I could teach anybody like I could be talking like you know you should have I don't even know where to begin with all the stats just like you know you're you're you, you got to be balanced in certain situations and polarized in other situations and talking game theory and talking like, yeah. you know, your, your three bet, you know, percentage and your four bet range and, you know, your C bet percentages and, you know, how, how that affects your range and what your, appear your range appears like. Like I said, I can just go on and on about like different statistics and that would be me taking a craft and critiquing the crap out of it and breaking it down for people who don't understand it. And yeah. I, I can see the same thing with, uh, DJing. Like there's, I don't DJ, so I don't, I can't critique and you know break who, it down, but I, I know the general idea. You know yeah. who, interestingly enough, is a, an amazing DJ? This is also a stand up comedian, Russell Simmons. Yeah. That guy? The Indian? I don't know. We have to look Ru- it up. Russell. No, no, no. no Russell, Russell Peters. 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 Excuse me. Russell Peters. Peters. Russell Peters. He's been DJing for a long time, and he hates. He can tell you the guys who go up there and. Uh, he will he he will get actively angry about the uh, people who go up there and hit play and then call themselves a DJ on the you know go to live shows and hit play and yeah. call he is fucking hates them fuckers he's very adamant yeah, that's why I like the uh, go the music at the lounge because they actually they're actually DJing it some of them yeah some of some, some of them some um, of them and especially no, some like, of them more because than it's others. funny because the, I've the, been. Muscle bound dude. I, I forgot what his name is. He's he's a big Heat fan. I don't know. Um, he actually DJs the shit. There's some guy. There are definitely some guys that go up there that really do some active DJing. No, like spinning discs the whole but, time. Like, when you like, just think of like, just test it. Like when you go into a club or whatever. Like when I go into Lunacy and they have DJs. Excuse me. When they have DJs or whatever, ask them. Hey, can you uh, play this track? And if he's like, uh, no, that's because his playlist is already preset yeah. and he can't implement new tracks and stuff. Like, I mean, that's like a given. No, the, yeah. Like most common program in there lets you like it gives you it gives you two basically two playlists and it bounces back back and forth to the other ones. That's the one Matt uses. Yeah, and it's it's the most common one because it'll let you like it lets it queue up. One as one's ending, it'll move fluidly into the next one. Next one, and you can and, do a little bit of like mixing, but making making yeah, the levels are right, much. and it, it's not hard. But you can add and subtract from those playlists, and that's what I'm saying. And like, there's some people who are just like, "Hey, I have because there are tracks out there that are just like DJ tracks of like, you know, mix and intertwine, yeah. and they just go up there and they hit play, and I'm like, "Hey, can you play this song?" And they're like, "No, it's not on my pre-recorded set list," and I'm like. 
Like, why are you standing here? Yeah, that's when you look at him. Like, why are they paying you to yeah, be like, here? Yeah, like, I know for a fact. You could have like, emailed him a track list. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, jukebox. I, yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm, no, jukebox, you can click on what you want to hear. Like, I'm, I'm looking at, like, even though I, I will say I'm, I'm not completely ignorant, but I'm pretty ignorant about DJing and stuff like that. But I can tell when a guy is just plugs in his computer and hits play and then Sits every now and, and drinks every beer. now and then has a soundboard that's probably smaller than this and kind of adjusts the levels every now and then and i'm like really yeah like, that's one. all you're doing like yeah. you have like all this equipment and you're pretty much just playing a track like i can do that <laughs> i can plug you, my you iPod, ipod in without the <laughs> you have a preset thing on your ipod is what you're playing you have like exactly. four computers lined up just so you can look like you're busy and charge however much you charge the bar yeah yep I would walk up and be like, you know, I could, you know, I could do the same thing with like an auxiliary cord and an iPod, right? <laughs> yep. Pretty much. I mean, you want to give me don't. free beer all night? I mean, I mean, and with an much iPod, you can hold on to it, like hold on to one, like hold on to one of the songs, and, and it'll yeah, throw it into an on, on the yeah. fly, on the go yeah, playlist. Go. So you just hit your on-the-go playlist, hit play, and then just start picking songs as you go. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I do when I'm like at a party or like we're, like people hanging out because I like to pick the music. I'm not saying I'm a, a disc jockey or anything, but uh, nice yeah. I, I can like I can, I can judge the room and feel like what they're into, like in that regard, and I can just pick tracks. I mean, I don't, ha- and that's with no software to like. He picks tracks. He's got gats. <laughs> And like and that's what's like all that. no software to like interchange the two songs, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. What a matter. Whatever. Fuck. Anyways, I think we talked about DJs too long. Yeah. No, we didn't. Because this is my United States of whatever. Word. <laughs> Word. Fuck it. We got something queued up. What are you doing? Oh, you're gonna play stand up? Why not? Don't. Don't yeah for commercials. Uh, we're gonna listen to this for eight minutes. No, we don't make money. We're gonna like listen this. to it until we get sick of listening to it, and then we have something to talk about. And Russell Peters is beating your kids. Well, yeah. Get the Indian to do it. Duh. There's one thing that separates immigrant families from the regular Canadian family. This is a guy that discharges. Doesn't matter where your parents are Hardcore. from. They weren't born in this country. They will whoop your ass when you're growing up. Won't they? <laughs> it doesn't matter where your parents are from. Ukraine, you know what I'm saying? They'll beat you with a cabbage roll. You know what I'm saying? Now, go smack a pierogi upside your head. They'll beat you, right? Immigrant parents will beat their kids. Canadian parents—they're a little too soft on their kids, and that's fine. You know, whatever makes you happy. But you need to start beating your kids. I'll tell you why. That sounds like the biggest up, laugh ever. Kids now are growing up in a multicultural society. You know, you're going to have white kids growing up with black kids and brown kids and Asian kids, and they're all going to be hanging out in the playground. You know what I mean? And they're yep. going to be talking about the ass whooping they got last night. Do you want that little white kid to feel left out? <laughs> Beat that child so he's not a social outcast. Amen. Sit around, man, my dad beat my ass. My dad beat my ass, too. The white kid be like, I got sent to my room. <laughs> I'd be like, you've got a room? <laughs> you need to beat the kids, man. Indian parents will beat their kids. Chinese parents, you, I would hate to get beat. Your parents know kung fu and stuff, man. <laughs> that is not the biggest stereotype ever. I would hate to mess up with the Chinese house, man. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Cut this bong! 
come here. It says, you got an F in school. <laughs> He's now posing in a country more stance. like a B minus. You need to beat you. They go, you got a B in school. That's <laughs> <laughs> Japanese. Chinese and Malini. You can get it. You can get a C and be all right. Indian parents will beat their. Indian parents aren't afraid to kill their kids if they have to. <laughs> My dad's theory was, if I get rid of one, I'll just make another one. <laughs> I never tell the new one what an idiot the last one was. Oh, yay. Okay. Russell Peters. Uh, Condoning Mid- beating your children. Middle Eastern DJ who beats his kids. Not Middle Eastern. Oh, he sounds He's Middle Eastern. Indian. He's actually from, born and raised in Canada. His parents are Indian. Oh, well, he does the Middle Eastern accent pretty well. Oh, he does he's a lot of accents pretty well, he's actually. He's known for being a worldwide comic. He's speaking the, of he's, accents, speaking of accents, um, uh, uh, the guy who does impressions. Paints. No. Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. Do we, we, never, we never watched that video. That's why I'm telling you now. We should yeah. probably watch it now. We should listeners. definitely watch that. Well, that. well, then fucking look it up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> I swear he's the outcast child. <laughs> Black sheep. <laughs> I'm the white boy that did get beat, okay? <laughs> That's um, why we don't understand this concept. Of <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that, but... I got I got spanked two or three times, and that was enough for me to say, yes, sir. I got my head beaten to a wall. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen my dad. <laughs> I, I, I have seen your dad, yeah. He's always angry. I felt like I was on edge like every time I spit the night at your house when we were little kids. And I was just like, oh my God, please don't pee in the bed. Please don't pee in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to throw you out the second floor window. I, I had to go pee in like the middle of the night. And the middle of the night was probably like 12, 1 o'clock at our time because we were little kids. But middle of the Children night. Time. And, and your mom had to like escort me to the bathroom. Give you permission <laughs> to walk right, through the like, house. I was, like, I, was, I was okay with your mom, but your dad, I was like, please be asleep. Wow. But no, it was, it was good. I can imagine being like, never mind. <laughs> I was going to talk about somebody in our family, but I probably figured we shouldn't. Yeah. I just, there are, there are different parents everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. My mom is the one that I had to uh, worry about. Yeah, my my dad is super very passive. He, he's very much a nine. Very chill. Very very much a nine. Yeah. Okay, like that's probably where I get it from. He's like a nine. Yeah, he might have a one wing, a little bit, but pretty much just a nine. He's yeah. like, eh. see, see, my mom was always don't make, don't worry. Your dad's coming home soon. Your that, mom is that was, afraid of moths. She doesn't count this conversation. <laughs> that was only when I was had my learners, and that was only one time. I don't care. She might had a heart attack. She flipped the fuck out. I'm driving on a Venice Pasture Road or Nansen Parkway where there's no lights at night, and I got my learner's permit, and I'm driving, and she's in the passenger seat, and a moth crosses my headlights. She thinks it's a fucking deer or a moose or something and grabs in front of me. <laughs> And I'm like, I almost drive off the road because she freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> she freaked out so hardcore over a goddamn moth crossing the headlight stream of the truck. 
I was ah uh, median wall. <laughs> it. I mean, it almost drove me off the road. Oh, I literally law. I literally got into the other lane because it just. I yanked on the wheel when she fucking grabbed yeah, my arm. Yeah. Spe- speaking that 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 reminds me so much of the the first time I have driven a vehicle ever. Okay, the very first time I had driven a vehicle ever hit a building. was with um, my mother. I was 10. Okay, and my mother is, she doesn't drive at night, and she doesn't drive in the rain. Yeah. Because she's terrified. She yeah. just doesn't drive at night, she doesn't drive in the rain. So the first time ever driving with my mom, it was during the day, and we drove, like, down 264 through the downtown tunnel out to Virginia Beach and back. And yeah. the, it was a 98 Ford Expedition. And so it was a big truck. It was a rainy day. It was a truck. Okay, when we left the house, it was super sunny. Coming back from Virginia Beach, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just started pouring. Okay, oh. so the whole way home from Virginia Beach, she's freaking out. She's like, oh my God, it's raining. Oh my God, it's raining. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Oh my God. Mom, I'm going 35. I can't slow down anymore. Like, people are like passing me. I'm like, it's just rain. She's like, no, oh my God, oh my God. Like, she has like her hand on my chest and stuff. Like, pass. Okay, so then I'll add- protect you. Yeah, I'll right? With protect this you hand. from the rain. This is like the mother hand, like yeah. right here. Just like, I'm going to protect you. Like, this hand is going to save your life. Hand is on chest. Like a second seatbelt. Yeah, I'm going to save your life. Not a, if it's not a mother doing that, it's that's molestation <laughs> in <laughs> any other sense. Any other sense. But the mother, that's just, that's just motherly love right there. It's just <laughs> like this just saved your life i don't know how but in a way it's gonna save your life yeah okay so then as as i'm driving i come out of the downtown tunnel right and it's just pouring raining yeah. cats and dogs like I, like like hurricane status pouring it's not windy but it's just pouring to the point where like water is building up on the road okay oh, no. and all of a sudden like probably like not even 100 yards in front of us like 100 to 200 feet in front of us this ford I know, I remember it distinctly because the first time I've ever driven it was a, like a, a Chevy, um, like 1500 pickup truck. All of a sudden started doing donuts in the middle of oh, 264. Not on purpose though. Like he spun yeah. out and did a donut and then he tried to correct it and started doing more donuts. All of a sudden my mom just grabbed the shit out of my chest and it's like started strangling me from my chest. It was like, oh my god, so happened. And I was just you like, have to slow down because I'm gonna strangle you. Like I freaked the fuck out. I was like, mom, you're gonna make me wreck more than that guy. I was like, <laughs> I'm. A, I'm like, dude. I was like, mom, she, he's in the right lane. Calm down. And she's like, oh my god. It's like we're gonna spit out. I was like just freaking out. And I was just like, mom, stop. You're gonna make me wreck. And like she's like holding on to me, and I'm just like, uh. so then I just Women. like. Right, exactly. Women drivers, right, and I and I just like I just go by him, like in the left lane. I just go around him in the left lane. I'm like, man, it sucks to be you. (laughs) And I just like keep going, and my mom's freaking out. I'm just like, really? Like I've I've experienced worse on like a roller coaster. Like I was just like I just for whatever reason like it it just feels like driving felt natural to me. Like so rain, whatever. Like going, I don't have that where I freak out in the tunnel and I start driving in between lanes and stuff or over the uh, the grate. Oh yeah, well, you're over the grade. Yeah, like, the, people the bridges. By the the bridges. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. fucking change yeah. of tone. Oh my god, it's getting serious. Yeah. Oh my god, like so many people, like I almost got hit or like yesterday, like coming home and like going through the tunnel and the person was coming into the tunnel and they were like, oh my god, that wall's getting really close. Let me swerve into your oh, lane. I hate I'm that I'm like, shit. why are you going to swerve into my lane? I'm going to fucking hit you. The wall's not going anywhere. I'm going somewhere. Why are you going to swerve over? And they're just like, and I'm just... I had to honk my horn. It's just, uh, just some people just don't do well with tunnels. And we have a friend, Josh. Um, since we can't name names, I've already named uh, tons of names. 
lady friend of ours. Oh. Yeah. She cannot, A, drive through cornfields. Why would you drive through a cornfield? No, 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 no. Because if, fuck it. If, that's why. If there's a road and there's... No, no. <laughs> if there's a road and there's cornfields beside it, she can't drive. Like, she she will literally close her eyes rather than look the... Oh, my God. Like, that makes less sense and to me. And she, did she watch Jeepers Creepers as a child? I don't know. That's what, that had to be it. She was just her like... Her boobs will protect her. Like, as soon as she, <laughs> as soon as she sees... She the, does have a naturally built-in airbag system. Oh, wow. She okay. is As soon as she endowed. sees cornfields, she's just like, Jeepers Creepers, how'd you get those peepers? And the peepers, other thing she can't do peepers. is drive through Midtown Tunnel because there's oncoming traffic that close to her. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. Just like... I'm gonna freak out and swerve into the. She never had to deal with the King's Highway Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that was well. big enough for a motorcycle and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted to, for the record, it sounded like to me anyway. You said a motorcycle and a hat. <laughs> Same thing, really. <laughs> it's an awfully small <laughs> space there. I heard cars went over that at one point. Yeah, then it broke. <laughs> Sad part is it's still there. Yeah, I know. And they're not doing anything with it. They're not going to tear it down. They're not going to fix it up. They're just going to leave it. Because well, it costs money to break it down. I don't give a fuck. Either take they- it the fuck away or let me use it. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, but if it breaks, they get sued. You can sue them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna be on that bitch every day. <laughs> I rest my case. Why would if you had a fucked up sidewalk and people could see you for it, you'd either a fix it or b put a big sign that says you cannot fuck with the sidewalk. You cannot talk, walk on the sidewalk. Yeah, then I take a sledgehammer to it. Yeah, but that's time and energy and that's time is money and time. That's a day's work. Time, yeah, well, that's day work. That's, that's time is money. Fuck that shit. Take a day off. Whatever. Anyway, I got this video here, but it's kind of longish. Well, we'll cut it off. Eventually. But it's when it, know, it, it like it gets better. Like the farther the more, it goes the in, the better it, it gets. The better it is. It's a Scotch video. <laughs> I mean, it's just insane. Well, play it. Okay, I should we'll, play we'll stop it eventually, but let's just play it for at least a few minutes. Play the fucking track. Play the fucking D- track. DJ, spin that wow. shit. For me, is one of the most sacred. What are we watching? Of the Kevin Spacey doing impersonation. Occurs when my research reveals well, impressions. This is that guy that does those things. This is the guy that they always joke on on like at SNL. Or yeah. Mad, or what is it? Mad it's inside when the actor's studio. The what, what is it? What's that other show? Like SNL? Like Mad, Mad TV. Mad TV. Yeah, they always joke on Mad so like, TV. The show was only on for like three seasons. We quote it all the time. And it's funny because they've joked on it on Mad TV for about 12 seasons. I am privileged to interview some people who might otherwise never have appeared on this stage. Okay. Our guest is Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> and uh, uh, Mr. Stewart, generations of actors have admired your naturalism and your For the record, it's Kevin Spacey. Now, is that just Jimmy Stewart? Like, he even or is does Jimmy like, Stewart the facial expressions and everything. Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Facial, facial expressions well, now, we can't Jimmy, see. I, 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 I know what you're saying. I'm aware of what you're trying to say. And the answer is yes. 
<laughs> Kevin Spacey just pulled a perfect Jimmy Stewart impression. <laughs> it gets way better. I'll testify now to the fact that I have interviewed Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> um, now, uh, here I am. This is, after all, a, a kind of interview show, a talk show. And Johnny... You reigned for years as king of talk show hosts. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> what was the Johnny secret Carson. of your success? <laughs> you know, Jimmy, I'd love to answer that, but I don't work on Mondays. I understand that you have conducted a long correspondence with oh, uh, this uh, one's insane. Kevin Spacey. I love it. And that he approached you once, Miss Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I would like to know whether uh, what's, what's that story? Have you actually corresponded? What do you write? He is a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> He just won't leave me alone. When, when he writes to you, what do you respond? He writes letters, goes on and on about himself, and I just say, good for you. I love it. It's terrible. Um, uh, An actor. I would like scary. to ask you, please, because you, you are a very good director, as well as a wonderful actor, Mr. Eastwood. Um, Oh, a, just a word of advice for our many directors out there in our school. <laughs> well, I'd say get it done by four so you can hit the links. See if there's all the little <laughs> Mr. Gielgud, am I on the right track? Mr. Gielgud, American actors envy you your impeccable diction. How do you how did you acquire it? No, oh, went to school, you know, trained for years and years. <laughs> Marlon, English actors, English actors do not admire your diction. How did you acquire it? Could it by any chance, could it by any chance have been a result of your training at the actor's studio? Listen, I didn't learn tiddly twat at the actor's studio. Frankly, I'm just sick and tired of all you cats just living off my name forever. <laughs> so leave me alone and bring me the Doritos, would you? <laughs> bring me the Doritos. <laughs> That's got to be a new one. Leave me alone and bring me the Doritos. Like, that's how we sign off now. Despite what was just said, a, a distinguished member of the actor's studio, uh, and this is your second time on this stage, uh, do you have a response for, for Marlon? Well, you know... <laughs> He's just stoned, you know. You gotta forgive him, you know. He's crazy that way. <laughs> I'm going to call on another member of the actor's studio, distinguished member of the actor's studio, uh, to uh, respond. Uh, Mr. Pacino. Oh, this one's awesome. 
<clears throat> Look, yes. you've already been immortalized by. <laughs> He's just looking around at the floor. By <laughs> Kevin Spacey on Saturday Night Live. We all said saw that. Uh, how did you feel about it? Did you? Were you pleased? Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> On point, dude. Oh, this Didn't bother you at all? No. <laughs> Can I get a cappuccino? <laughs> I know that, like so many uh, of our students who remember your evening here on the stage with us uh, Kevin Spacey often looks to you Jack Lemon for uh, professional wisdom what is your final word tonight what is your advice to our youngest I wish the hell he'd stop calling me leave me the f*** alone <laughs> Kevin Spacey, everybody. All right. Yeah, I did not realize he was that. Oh, he's good. That, that uh, talented. It's funny because, it. like, I just, I, I, I've always liked Kevin Spacey as an actor, and it's funny he's never played like the lead role yeah, in anything never he does. Role, but he's always he's, a he's severe been, yeah, he's been like the like the supporting cast in like tons of movies. Like, yeah, so I never, I never thought of him as like that, like vocally talented. And then I saw that. And I was he like, tends to play bad guys in a lot of movies that's too. True. I don't know why. Not all movies, but actually a lot of movies. Yeah, like I yeah. can't think. Like just he tends to play that that bad evil guy. Okay, guys, this one is going to be Christopher Walken reading straight reading up um, Lady Gaga's poker face song. Him reading anything is funny. Yes, this is this, this, is, is, this is good. Anything Christopher Walken. I want to hold them like they do in Texas plays. Fold them. Let them hit me. Raise it, baby. Stay with me. I love it. <laughs> Luck and intuition play the cards with spades to start. And after he's been hooked, I'll play the one that's in his heart. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh! Oh, 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 I'll get them hot. Show them what I've got. Oh, 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 I'll get them hot. Show them what I've got. The funny thing is that is probably, truthfully, the first time he's ever read or heard those lyrics. Yeah, probably. You could tell he's like, oh, ow, eat, eat, and really, like the way he read it is probably how it's actually written down. Yeah, that's how you would interpret it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, oh man, the spoken word. <laughs> that was just so great, dude. I love, I love hearing uh, Christopher Walken impressions. Christopher Walken is one of the most interesting people just for his voice. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so distinct. Yeah, you definitely do not get him confused with anybody else. 
What's that um that that one movie that uh, he just did a couple years ago? Um, that was it was like Seven Psychopaths. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Didn't, that didn't do very well critically. No, it didn't critically, but I thought it was an awesome movie. I wanted to see. it. I never saw it. I, I rented. Yeah, it was in Redbox, and I was just like, dude, this is. I did it's not see. I I don't know. I don't have Netflix. Netflix is failing, man. Yeah, all the, all the uh, they're dropping studios so are shit. dropping their contracts. Why? Because they want to make their own. So Warner Brothers has their own app. Uh, yeah. Sony has their own app. Like they want everybody like saying people, this is an awesome idea. They think people want to go from one subscription service to fifty fucking subscription services, and all of them are going to fail. They're going to kill it. As a consumer, yeah. yes, but as a capitalist wanting competition, I like it. Uh, except it's failing. You're, yes, you're killing an is, industry. Yeah, the problem is no, the, the industry, industry will with not the, die. No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. You're misunderstanding. The, the weaker links will die. The I want two or three subscription services. They're trying to make every studio, every news station. NBC has their own one. ABC has their own. Like they want each. What they would like is for you to go to them and. And you know what I really want. I just want to pick and choose my channels. Yeah. I want an app on my TV where I can pick what channels I want to subscribe to and pay you a a dollar for a channel a month or whatever it is. Something you know, it costs whatever it is. Bucks a month I want, at most. <laughs> it, the cable companies are going to fail if they don't adapt and they make you buy these bullshit packages. Oh, I want HBO. Oh, well, that means you get. 15 channels with HBO, HBO Go, yeah. HBO Latin. I don't need fucking HBO Latin. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, the I, as far as the, the extended packages, but as far as basic cable, that's not going anywhere. Well, but that's my problem too, is all I need is 0 through 99 and then movies. Uh, I need com- – you know, I don't even need all that. All I really want – Except sports. All I really yes sports sports if you sell yes. a specific badge package like for you know the NHL subscribers they want the NHL package yeah. for the football subscribers they want the NFL soccer they want all of soccer like yeah besides that yeah I could see that besides I want, I want besides in- one through ninety nine they don't need anything else except the specific all, packages yes all I want is for them to at chart is for my cable company to say here here's a list of all our channels. Pick the ones you want. Each of them has a price beside them, 99 cents a month, two ninety nine a month for a more premium thing. And yeah. HBO could be six yeah. ninety nine. you know, something more for HBO. Fair enough. It's a higher quality, higher production value. Yeah. No comer- You're skipping the commercials so they don't get commercial revenue. So I'll spend a little bit more to skip the – to do that. That's fair, fair yeah, good. I mean, but I'm like- not – I don't need 100 channels when I only watch five. That's true. I watch sports. Yeah, because I want. I watch. I watch I want an, fucking uh, military I'll, channel, and I can't get that shit because it costs like forty bucks more a month to get it. Because you're because, because you're it's bundled in with fifty other yeah. channels. Because you're paying for all yeah, the that's other channels. Bullshit. All I want is my sports channels. I want to be able to watch all the sports, or not all the sports, but I want to be able to watch all the basics. But I want to watch NFL and I want to watch NHL. That's all I really. That's all I personally want. And then I want uh, Comedy Central, and I want the Science Channel and Discovery Channel. Like science type related, yeah. TBS, TNT, I guess we're, they got some good stuff occasionally. So I'll you know pick those, but I want to nitpick. You can charge me a little bit more than you would probably charge in a bundle than you would you know, yeah, for the for the hassle of dealing with it. But until the, unless they move to some kind of model similar to that, and they're going to be, 
I, I definitely failing. I definitely agree because as far it would it would wean off the other channels that don't get views and they're only getting like money because they're in a package with other yes, channels. The golf channel. So, yeah, exactly. Like they're only getting yeah. because they're in a Fuck bundle. That. And it are, are the basic, you know, capitalist theory is like we're going to wean off the other ones that can't survive. So yeah. in that regard, I'm that okay with it. The problem is the cable companies have a monopoly on television like that. So there's not really – it's not like, like here in this apartment complex. I cannot put a satellite dish out. I cannot go to another cable provider. My option is – Cox Communications. Yeah, that's it. It's either that or I don't get internet, TV, yeah. and, phone. And, and as you were saying, like, if Netflix was, like, the only thing like Netflix, then yeah. it would definitely bring much competition because Netflix is, what, like $7 a month or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like $7 a month. So it would definitely create major competition because they're getting a lot of stuff on Netflix. You know, but, yeah, but all these other studios but with the other ones, yeah, it could hurt that kind of industry and give cable the power that they've had over the years. Well, the people the are skipping is, all, all of it and downloading they, it illegally anyway. I mean, the big problem that we have right now is all these other studios are trying to make their same thing, and they're pulling all the stuff that from Netflix, yeah, that to Netflix their has. Shit. And they're saying, you can't use it anymore. Yeah. That's ours, and we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah. And now they have to pay us a subscription, so they're paying – so people are paying for their Netflix. And then they have to go buy a Warner Brothers. And then they have to go buy the Hulu. And then they have to go buy Sony. Fucking LucasArts. And, then and I'm fucking- sorry. I'm not paying $10 to every fucking subscription service that pops up just because yeah. nobody wants to share. Yeah, fuck that. Like, I get you want to try and do your own thing. I get the concept, but – for the consumer, I'm not going to be spending that money. Yeah, I, yeah. I will buy my Netflix. Yeah. I, will, I mean, a I lot get, of them I might will get, die. A lot of the major ones probably will die unless they have like I, the only ones that will survive are the ones that have like a, like very popular like content. It, like HBO it, Go right you know, now is a great service, but it only works if you have if you're on a cable subscription for HBO. You can't give them money straight up and skip yeah, cable. But I'm saying I've. If they implemented that where you can actually pay to have just HBO Go or whatever, like without cable service, it would probably make money because HBO actually has like good yeah. shows. And okay. the reason they can't is probably because of their contracts with the cable companies. True. It's probably preventing them from being it's able like, to go uh, independent like we're that. We had that conversation, that. Um, a similar conversation yesterday, uh, Live Nation. Yeah, Live Nation. Live Nation owns so many venues and – as a result, no one that doesn't go through Live Nation can get a venue there, and they're all going through Ticketmaster, which I was telling him about an instance of – I think it was called Meetup – or no, Lead Up. Lead Up was what it was called, Lead Up. It's yeah. a nerd, convent, nerd little convention thing, and the guy, one of the guys that was running it said, we wanted to charge $7. Because of all the Ticketmaster fees, we had to charge almost $25 for tickets. Yeah, we we got seven dollars of that twenty five dollar ticket you spent. It's more than three times the amount that they got from it and that they wanted to charge. They said we want to charge seven dollars. That's retarded. Ticketmaster is ripping people off left and right. Yeah, and Live Nation and they're in with Live Nation and Live Nation has gone through a massive buying spree of a lot of venues across the country. And yeah, so basically, it's Live Nation or Bar. Yeah, pretty much. Or Norva. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, as of right now, Norva and yeah. stuff like Norva, like privately owned. But with the way it is, like, 
I don't know if they can stay in business. Like, even though the yeah. Norva specifically is doing well, because I feel like it's in a very good location. It, yeah, it's a good location. It's a very much good location. It's got a good vibe going on. It's, I mean, like, it's good bar. I mean, like, but they're able to stay in the yeah, yeah, They're not big ton- enough for Live Nation to care. Yeah, yeah. There, there's tons of other bars that are like have the same vibe and they're very similar to Norva. They're just yeah. called something else, you know, and they just. I could see that they would fall off the wayside because of Live Nation and Ticketmaster. Yeah. So the only reason Norva is doing so well is because it is in the center of Hampton Roads. Yes. It's hiding. We're keeping it hidden. No, it's not hidden. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the, they have a monopoly on that location. To the bases. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you they have a lot of bases in the middle here of the in Norfolk. Yeah. They're in their, uh, and that's like any kind of business. Location is yeah. like the number one thing. Do your you best look at. business on Main Street. They are in the center of Hampton Roads, so they are no more than thirty minutes away from anybody in Hampton Roads, yeah. and that's where they have like, and it's not just like a small, like small little bar venue. Like it is actual where you're performing big shows, yeah. not like amphitheater type shows, but there's but it's, you can still it's not a bar show, show. exactly. It's a, so it's a five hundred, what it, probably five six hundred people fit in that place. It's oh, probably more than that. I, I would say it, you could probably like max out it, like you know between. T- one a thousand and fifteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with upstairs open, uh, yeah, upstairs open, upstairs everybody range. downstairs, and stuff I haven't like been that. upstairs, so I don't know how big that section. Upstairs is, is it's pretty big, big as well. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you know the floor, but no, it's, but it's still pretty it big. Had, they have a lot of floor space and yeah. stuff because they have other bars upstairs as well. Yeah, there's a bar upstairs, and then there's um. I've, I haven't been there since I've been able to drink. <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like Norva's doing okay because. Of its location, like uh, it's, past couple of concerts I've been been to. Granted, the past couple of concerts I've been to at the Norva were not like uber popular bands. Like uh, I went to see, they like, I, I went to see like Dying Fetus and Chimera and um, <laughs> forgot who else was there. Hatebreed. Hatebreed was like the only popular band there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody, um, and even then, like Hatebreed's like. Not really that popular with the younger yeah. generations. And then I went to see Damn recently uh, Otep, yeah. which that like she's not entirely popular. She's not impo- you know she's not like hated. She can't fill an all around the world, but she's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I've seen all those bands live, which yeah. is funny. She can, but she can fill the Norva, but she cannot fill an amphitheater. No, she can't fill the Norva. Not in this area. Hmm. People not by are herself. Either, are not by too, herself. Yeah. Because people are either um, don't know who she is or too damn conservative. Well, I'm just I'm just saying for like the popularity of the genre within the genre, I would think that they would be able to pull. Yeah, I just saying like people. extreme right. music isn't really a popular genre at all. Going back to our original subject, like um, like kind of Live Nation is kind of taking over with all venues. Yeah, like how they're buying everything up, and that could actually like. I mean, as a consumer, it's going to hurt the consumer. Yeah, it's going to fuck because us they're going to have a monopoly on everything, and they're going to charge all these outrageous oh. Ticketmaster fees and Live Nation fees and stuff like that. Yeah. And I heard we're not going to have anything to do with it. I heard of heard more of the intricacies of a, a company called Clear Channel. They've been buying up radio stations across the country, and what they'll do is they'll find a popular DJ. For instance, maybe he's in New York. Real popular DJ. Yeah. They'll, since they're all part of the same thing, he'll work his normal time. When his time is over for New York, 
he stays in studio. They change his name and they broadcast them to say the Chicago area or a different time zone. Yeah. And he'll work that time, that morning slot. Then he'll do the same thing. Like they push him across the country. What? Different name. Same studio. That's crazy. Then he'll, he, they teach him up on the local roads and so he can act like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. But like, and there's some people who don't even bother to change their names that they'll push across country and that it's because they're all within the clear channel. It's cheaper to just have one DJ pay him one salary than have five or six cover different areas in the, across the nation. Yeah, but that's gotta be like, Fuck all that! It's it's morning. D- okay, it's, most okay. of it's morning DJ stuff. But I, I, I can see you get the I idea. Could, I could see it from like a like a podcast perspective, but like a radio station where you have people calling in and like asking questions and stuff. You're like, and hey, it's you- it's those morning zoo fuckers. All the dumb noise sound oh, yeah, effects. Yeah, I know those I know, fuckers. Yeah. They don't take a lot of phone calls. I mean, they don't take them a lot, but I feel like they do take some to the point where, like, they would be in an awkward spot where they would somebody would catch on that you're not from this area. Well, and I'm sure by the before long before it gets to that point, the producer hits off and plays some dumb honky sound. Fuck that guy! He said some curse words, so we bleeped him out or something dumb like that. Some stupid. They'll find some way to cut him off before it gets crazy. They they screen the calls. Oh yeah. Well, they definitely screen the calls, but still, like being on live air, even with like a genuine live air is not is not live air anymore. You're a live air. Your face is live air. Uh, you want to the live air college? They'll take. Got they'll, a point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll take. I the call my case, sir. And they'll record it, and then they'll play it back. Well, I mean, like most live situations now are oh, yeah, like all the, five or ten minutes behind. Yeah, because they can like change and no, edit whatever. No, no, no Tommy, like the local one, uh, Rumble. Yeah, he will record phone calls during the commercial break and then he'll talk practically live where they only leave like yeah. two or three seconds to dump out a curse word if he something slips yeah but he'll talk virtually live and then he goes okay so we'll take this call and you and you'll hear him hit the play button or something like you he'll say okay yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. transfer yeah. to this and he'll so he'll anything where there's a potential for someone to slip off and go into whatever yeah they like i said they screen the whole thing they'll because like um I've I've actually uh, when I was younger I'd call F ninety nine and just like listen to fucking, dial tone. Yeah, pretty much. No, I do it like <laughs> late at night. Like it was like it, you remember uh, mandatory Metallica. Mandatory. Yeah. Metallica. <laughs> I would call Metallica. like right after that. Metallica. Because it was all metal after that. Oh yeah, because because at ten o'clock it was mandatory Metallica. She would play two songs and then at eleven was Metal Shop. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. and then she did metal, and then uh, then she went to morning show, and everything sucks. Did, any, yeah. did anybody ever remember? Like, because my dad listened to it when MTV first came around, and they still do it. But I don't watch MTV and stuff like that. Headbangers Ball, yes, oh yeah, yeah. That's how I actually uh, I remember specifically. I don't know why it was just they still do band. it on like MTV eighty or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it, one of those channels that actually plays like music. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like the thousands. Actually, yeah, right. So, but my my dad actually listened to it when he was a kid, and when he discovered that I was actually watching Headbangers Ball like early in the morning or late at night, yeah. whatever you want to call it, like in the wee hours of the morning. Ass. Like, no, he was like, 
They still play that? I was like, yeah, but it's just on like MTV, like Ocho or something. Like yeah. <laughs> the Ocho. ESPN, yeah. like, the Ocho. Like, because all the other MTVs are filled with like reality shows and shit now, like yeah. corrupting people's like brains and, oh, I just, I don't, I don't want to even get, sure, bitches. yeah, I don't even get in that subject, but like, you know. I do. Yeah, just not, just not today. About, uh, not today. We don't like, have enough time. We don't have enough time. We don't have time to go into that conversation. Everybody who follows, yeah, everybody who follows, like, you know. Yeah, they're fucking stupid. They're, oh my god, I just want to punch somebody. Like, I just watch it and I'm like, Dan, I'm going to punch you. I don't know why yet, but I'm going to punch you. Just cuddle with me. Yeah, no. Like, That's I just, all I want. No, I can't like cuddle. Like, as long as that, <laughs> you know, uh, real world road rules, like, Bullshit challenges yeah, on redoing, like replaying no, all the original people, road rules. No, no, no. Like, the original that, series, the original season of road rules is playing again on the original oh, yeah, MTV yeah. channel. MTV yeah, 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 one. No, they're replaying it, but there are these cast members that have been like that have been there since the I beginning, remember. and they're making careers out of being on these stupid reality television. Real like, Housewives. Yeah. Yeah. Road rules, like. 87 road rules versus real world versus like inferno when, challenge shit when like, they started the real world <laughs> i'm just like, like i was i was young it was revolutionary i was just, I was just sitting there i was watching yeah. I was like this is the dumbest shit i've ever oh, yes. seen but the funny put corn back on <laughs> oh, i know like, like play some music your music television but it's been corrupted by these people who want reality television which all started probably because okay. of survivor we're going into like an hour-long conversation i know okay okay we're not going to bring it up like survivor started the shit but whatever yeah, like, mu- uh, music television no longer plays music television we all got that. that's a take wicked but the funny thing is those people that you watched from the very beginning and you thought they were stupid are still making a career out of being still, they're still fucking stupid they're fi- still fucking <laughs> stupid and people People are still, still making more money them. than all of us combined. Yes, they're still making money doing whatever stupid yeah, shit they well, do. Well, I'm not willing to suck a cock to get money. So uh, it's, it's the same concept as like being sure? in a frat. Like I'm not willing to sure? pay thousands of dollars just to have some friends. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, guys. We got uh, at Billiards Night on Twitter. We got Knights of the Billiards Table on Facebook. We got. Billiards nights at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know what's up. If you like it, if you don't like it, if either way, we need some feedback, guys. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up. Send us emails, comments, follow rate, us. Subscribe, please. rate, review on iTunes. That's the only way we get, you know, any kind of recognition in the in the uh, podcasting world is by Tell your friends. Yes, tell that friends. Too. Yeah, I know for a fact you have friends, so tell your friends. Yeah. Don't lie to us. I, like, I mean like <laughs> dirty slut. besides Dan, everybody else here has friends. Yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go in the corner, beat off using my own tears as lubricant. This uh, is bullshit. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm glad this is on the I'm glad you're okay with it. Like you're gonna go beat off with your own tears. Josh is gonna like go camping with his like roommates and stuff in the middle of Bro-hamian nowhere. Rhapsody. Exactly. Like Rhapsody. I mean, what does that leave me? Sand soccer. Womanless. Yeah. I mean, whatever. So just yeah, just tell your friends. Um. Listen. Thanks for listening. Comment. If you are listening, we appreciate you. We do. Please don't be offended by our jokes. And if you are, I don't care. <laughs> Ta-da. There goes one listener. Peace, bitches. All right. Oh, that's going to give me some hate mail. I'm a jerk. Stupid. You're so stupid. What a special friend you are. Shutdown sequence initiated. Shutting down.